album concept hour. The album concept hour. It's the album concept hour. Yeah, we're just we're full of tangents about they're you know they're related. They they're related for sure. But uh, we were yeah. we were chatting a little bit beforehand too, and I'm just like, yeah, we're not going to be super academic about this. Or well, there's so much to cover with this one. Yeah. Man. Like there's oh a God. lot. <laughs> not just yeah. the music. Oh yeah. yeah, it's yeah. It's, uh, by default, it's everything surrounding it too. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's a lot. The, it's the bad, Courtney. The ugly. It's everything around Courtney. It's not Courtney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> everything yeah. and nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. God, that album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just. And I don't, are we like officially starting or no? no? no oh yeah. We, I mean, we could, we could, I was going to say we can roll into to starting uh, if you want. What's up? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, whatever. I'm fine with that. Cause I'm, I'm not going to be able to like stop talking about it yeah. because now <laughs> I was just listening to asking for it. Yep. And we watched the, yeah, let's, let's roll it. Cause now I yeah, want to Yeah, yeah. So, so okay? uh, uh, <laughs> who you, you've been hearing a little bit of what we've been talking about. Uh, we're going to be talking about whole live, uh, live through this. I almost said live through this, live through this uh, from 1994. Uh, I'm your host, Brad LeBaron. We got John over here. I... Uh, Dave should be here at, at some point in the near future. Ooh, Dave. And, and then we very have uh, our, our very special guests. We have um someone that is in uh some a few madison groups uh, little red wolf uh, uh damsel trash and uh composer for the musical held uh, we have megan rose on the podcast Woo! and we also have her partner in crime also in little red uh, wolf and damsel trash and a uh a roller derbier and journalist and actor mm. emily mills on the podcast hey. Welcome. <laughs> Hello. My nature answer. Oh yeah, you know. I was gonna say I feel like this 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 bio is actually like just a just a like slightly from a few years ago because I got a shout out. Meg also recently wrote a musical called Xena Warrior Musical that is awesome. I did. And really? I'm so you have two musicals under your yeah, belt. Yeah, she's got two hundred of the wow. belt. Currently writing a third. So I have to shout it out. I, you gotta you gotta wow. hype up your friends when they're awesome and doing great work. So yeah, yeah. I mean I can't even imagine like the the you know, approaching creating sure a, a music for that. a musical. You know, yeah. Sure recommend that at the end as well. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll, yeah. we'll have we'll have links we'll have if there are any links. Yeah. Ac yeah. Yes, actually, I will shamelessly plug it because I think it's really, really good. And Emily played in the live show too, so I we're did. oh wow, yeah, we're okay. just musically connected. Oh, for throughout time, music, musical life, musical life partners. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's something you mentioned in a few of the interviews I, I saw. The musical life partners. So, like, how uh, how long have you guys been friends? Versus, like, uh, how long have you been making music together? They are simultaneous. It's okay. the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> Did you guys uh, meet with um, the the Little Red Wolf? Yeah. So I think it was about 2008. Mm -hmm. 2000, yeah, 2008. Uh, and yeah. I it was a point in my life where I was looking for a new band project. And I met Kelly Maxwell doing um, a musical in town. And then through her, she knew some people, which was Meg and then Laura Dieter, who's the other member of Little Red Wolf. And yeah, so we just kind of all got together. I think the first time I met you was kind of an initial jam session for Little Red Wolf. Okay. And we've okay. been we've been buds ever since. And like our our friendship has grown through just playing music together and and beyond. So it's it's been ever since then. Yeah, yeah. And and unlike Courtney with with Babes in Toyland, you kept up with the group after that first sesh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah, that's yeah. that's why we're not like multi-million 
you know, album selling band. That's the only reason is that we like care about each other and are really nice to each other. <laughs> yeah, you guys not as crazy yeah. as she is. No so killer instinct. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> guys need to, to butt heads way more. And if you're yeah, gonna if you're gonna make it in this business, you know what I mean. Far too healthy in the relationship. <laughs> yeah. Oh, seriously, yeah. like our our band Damsel Trash is so uh so wild and and punk but we don't do drugs nope <laughs> it's like what? it's like it's the wildest <laughs> oh my god you know, like we're not trying to brag <laughs> we look ridiculous on stage but we're sober yeah and i Damn. think that's the way to you know and then we I just think, i think it feel much and then we remember music it. is your drug yes <laughs> exactly. yes exactly yeah exactly. yeah yeah nice and we're shadowing for what we will yeah i know right we're gonna get into it and i you know i want to say this without like judgment because people go through some stuff you know and we still neither really do respect these people but yes. i'm also very grateful to be in a band and have been in many bands that are just healthier situations for everybody yeah. involved very grateful no judgment well, yeah sometimes you know sometimes seeing those exam those you know popular uh -huh. examples that you know are falling apart in front of you is enough to like be like oh i don't want to go through that as a rock that. group or whatever yeah. like i don't there's no there's no need to because i i've seen it already like yeah. i can avoid it maybe you know i feel like that about hole actually yeah because yeah. there is no one i would rather just be than courtney love Mm -hmm. <laughs> seriously i yeah, yeah. love her i adore her but i do not want to go through her life yeah obviously. she went through a lot obviously <laughs> yeah but even so i don't i don't want to be around her personality yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and it I seemed, love this seems like a big one this being, uh, yeah. This yeah. Personality. she's a she's a handful for sure i mean oh. if you're just going off of you know interviews and stuff which obviously is a public persona mm -hmm. but i love i love this dichotomy for meg and, and we should get into it because mm -hmm. discovering or like yeah. getting into courtney love and hole in particular was like such a huge thing for meg's evolution as a human as a musician mm -hmm. and you can really respect someone like want to kind of be them but also be like but also, whoa, <laughs> where's the line? Yeah. You know, I'm 26 and I'm like trying to figure out where, where, how far I can go. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, With so being I, an angry bitch. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, when, did, when did go you ahead, guys hear uh, uh, this album then um, for the, I, I guess, first time or when did it like kind of cross into your uh, uh, listening? Well, I remember listening to Violet when I went to see my dad so i got all my music from my dad because he had the cool cds okay and cool dad. yeah <laughs> cool dad you know see him once yeah. a month and then i when you ripped were, all of his cds when i was when you were like, a kid yeah when i was a kid so like i don't yeah. know 12 or something so probably okay. after after it'd been out for a after it'd been out for a little bit yeah, yeah. but i didn't mm -hmm. listen to the whole album and then it was laura who was like you know who you should do for Halloween weekend Oh, and we should give some context. So in Madison, there's a long tradition of bands basically, quote unquote, dressing up as other bands and doing mm -hmm. tribute acts for Halloween. Right. So that's yeah. Halloween. And yeah. at the yeah. high noon, it still runs every year. But like way when it first started. Yeah. Laura suggested like, oh, Meg, I think you should do whole. I think you should. That would be really fun. Yeah. And I, I got to I got to preface by it saying when I met Meg in Little Red Wolf, she was this sort of like folded in on herself kind of hippie-ish dressed <laughs> big clothing like kind of like weird but quiet-ish <laughs> and like clearly a very talented songwriter but like not it wasn't out there yet so like yeah this was a this was a big move and you getting in like she really really like dove in on researching and like embodying <laughs> courtney love and i think it yeah it, it unlocked something deep inside of it really did to come out 
And yeah. I'm going to connect it to bigger things real quick because I yeah. think she did that for a lot yeah. of female identifying people. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, holy fuck, yeah. there's a woman with a guitar who's like spitting and screaming and screaming and just she, she's an animal. Yeah. And unrepentant. Yes. <laughs> and it's yeah. really powerful yeah. because, it, God, before her, I don't think anybody was that... Uh, there was some Savage. adjacent, but yeah, that that level of just like raw intensity yeah. was pretty pretty rare in in a in a like woman rock star or something. They were rare. Yeah, they were like mm-hmm. proto versions, but yeah. And yeah. I think for me, you know, I I was um, I think thirteen when this album came out, and I remember it. I definitely yeah. remember coming onto the scene and and like yeah. seeing music videos and hearing stuff on the radio and really liking it. And I, you know, I was just I was just starting in a, a my first punk band at the time, which was called okay. Milk. Um, oh, and okay, okay. Most of the music okay. that I was exposed to through like the punk scene, the little like suburb- suburban punk scene that I was in was like a bunch of dudes. So all the music I was hearing was dudes. Yeah. And like a lot of, you know, music that I love is like Minor Threat and Dead Kennedys and all that. And then like yeah. no one introduced me to any of the really kick ass like women and queer yeah. folks who were doing punk rock as well. well yeah, because Riot Girl was like uh, late 80s, early 90s, right? Yeah. Like, the, and I had no idea that that was happening at the time you know like that just yeah. you know because back you know we didn't have the internet or anything so it's like whatever mm-hmm. your friends knew or you could you could kind of dig out at a record store but yeah definitely. i didn't come across a lot of that until much later in the like late yeah. 90s or aughts so anyway but like the fact that this was on the radio and it was sort of like yeah. adjacent to riot girl and it was just like yeah this powerful female voice and yeah really awesome rock music like that was definitely it definitely had an impact on little little baby me well, well yeah, without without this, we probably wouldn't have like Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill, which comes out a year after this. Like yep. there's, uh, um, you know, uh, a lot of groups that, you know, maybe wouldn't have uh, uh, had the success they did in the later 90s without, you know, Courtney Love paving the way with Hole. And absolutely. Uh, yeah. I think it just sort of it made it made sort of the mainstream market be like, oh, you know, for better, or for worse, like this is something we can market and people will listen to. But I think it mm-hmm. yeah blew the doors off. You think of like. Ruth yeah. Assault and, you know, um, yeah, even like Garbage coming later and stuff like, you know, this was part of that early yeah. wave of of that stuff. So, I, yeah, it's super, yeah, super important, you know, like seminal yeah. album and band in yeah. many ways. Yeah. They said, they said the, um, I think the producers for Jagged Little Pill were very directly inspired by some of the like. Oh, like the production, production value on. of what of what Hole did, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. That makes sense to me. There's yeah. definitely yeah. A, it feels it feels like a spiritual successor. <laughs> yeah, and I I never I never saw that connection until I was doing research for this, and I'm like, oh, it didn't mm-hmm. just come out of nowhere. Uh, oh. Alanis Morissette with this angry record or whatever, it didn't come out of nowhere. It was like you know uh, something that they were uh, you know experiencing in the scene uh, already. Yeah, you know? yeah, because. Live Through This came out in 94 Four. and Jagged mm-hmm. Little Pill came out in 95. Yeah. 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 It's and, like they know, listened to this like, and then jumped into the studio. Like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Very much. <laughs> and, you know, obviously we should say like, you know, Hole and Courtney Love were inspired by people who came before them, but just didn't have the same yeah. kind of commercial yeah. success. Like there were a lot of really amazing female fronted bands in the in the 70s and 80s as well right. that really kind of paved the way it just could have went unsung but yeah, those, uh, you know those bands don't reach someone who grows up in a small town like we both <laughs> oh, did sorry. Yeah, like a you know suburb. like <laughs> sorry about that um i had to get the music up mm-hmm. um 
But uh, sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was saying like you know those we you know it's fun to discover in retrospect some of those bands that inspired you know Courtney Love and Hole that didn't mm-hmm. have the same kind of commercial success and like enjoy that music and see where it came from and like try to pay attention for those kinds of bands in your own scene who are doing that work. But also it's true that, you know, a band like Hole is so important because because of their more mainstream success, like they reached little me in a suburb and, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. Meg in a small town in Wisconsin, yeah. like we wouldn't mm-hmm. have heard it otherwise. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that, especially in that time period, it's so much more important because yeah. again, the internet, not as, as fledgling as it is now, um, <laughs> a lot harder to discover these you know, yeah. subgenres or niches or whatever. Um, I got to ask though, Emily, uh, so you were around when this came out. Um, how quickly did people start to make the conspiracy theories about <laughs> Courtney Love? Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. 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 I, re- I mean, it's like the, right. the thing that I remember more than anything. Mm-hmm. Like I remember the music and enjoying it, but I remember so much of the conversation, you know, even among like teenagers, so many people were just like, very dismissive of Courtney Love. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain wrote this album, you know, like mm-hmm. go through mm-hmm. the whole thing. This is yeah. all influenced by him. Obviously, it was the dude, you know, like the guy who did yeah. all this. Or yeah. the conspiracy theory, like, you know, Live Through This came, was released, like, what, four days after Kurt Cobain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Himself? yeah. Ridiculously yeah. So, close to yes. the uh, release. So right. close. So, like, there's just like, yeah. so many conspiracy theories and so, so many of them were just so misogynistic. It, oh, painting her like she is this, the yeah. biggest bimbo slut yeah. She killed him. She uh-huh. killed him. She the album. She was only dating him for his money. Mm-hmm. All these lies that weren't based on no. anything. Just yeah, it was, yeah. it was. Not that things have got things have gotten a little bit better, but I feel like we still see a lot of the same knee jerk misogyny in, in culture. Oh yeah, I mean that conspiracy was, is still alive still and well. Thing, like, yeah. I've, I've definitely like, known people that like are fully invested yeah. in that. You know, yeah. I still like, can't uh, talk to some guys in New York City about this. Yeah. It's mm. actually, it, it's a little crazy, actually. Have I told you about this? No. It's it's too much. Yeah. I've tried to be like, oh my God, like a whole song will come on and I'll be like, yes, Courtney, I love her. And then I'll have some guy be like, no, she killed Kurt. I'm like, I will. I'll be like, no, <laughs> just, she didn't. Are you fucking Kurt, kidding though, me? So. Yeah. It's 2024. <laughs> like it's common knowledge or something. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I do feel like, you know, the, the media and the kind of culture at the time was like, uh, just like even more extreme versions of that. Like it was just like, there was no question yeah. of it. No one like stopped to be like, what are we doing here? It was just like, oh yeah, this is a playground joke. And uh-huh. it's it repeated on, you know, yeah. on all the media stations and stuff too. So right. it, was, yeah. it was very yeah. like toxic and pervasive. And yeah, you know, that's also a message that you pick up as a, as a young person. Oh my God. A yeah. woman or a queer person or yeah. a trans person like coming up and being like, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Just, just because she was, loud basically mm-hmm. yeah Mostly yeah because she was loud, loud and, and angry and unrepentant <laughs> Un- un- yes yeah. so unrepentant. we could just be like you're a you know yep you're a loud slut just everything bad and you know you what say. she's a loud slut now well like, yeah i was about yes. to say that's something that she kind <laughs> yes. of owns in her lyrics a little bit yep. uh, like well you know it takes it back i guess uh, yeah. uh yep. from the from the media you know and that's um, something we've, we've done in, in i mean like that's a direct descendant in like damsel mm-hmm. trash is like yeah embracing just like being loud sluts yes yes so okay <laughs> well you have super sluts right as one of your albums yeah. that was yeah. the first album yeah yeah obnoxious slut yeah. Obnoxious. <laughs> yes i, I like think that. i think it's just a little more specific okay i'm, sorry, sure, I'm sure. editing mm-hmm. my song 
obnoxious <laughs> slut. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Right, right. There's but a yeah, difference. So the, yeah. the first album was super super <laughs> sluts. Kind of, kind of is like a, just a funny accident, and then we just decided to embrace it, and <laughs> we refer to our fans as slut friends. Um, <laughs> slut friends. I like you know, that. just really lean into it as much as we can because yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just a better way to go through life. And very influenced by Courtney in that sense. Oh, yeah. No, and, and Dan's yeah. Trash and girl grew. Dan uh, Trash has a lot of influence, but but yeah. Hole and Courtney Love are definitely at the at the kind of cornerstone of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can so. definitely you can definitely feel that in your your live performances and your your songs. Like it, it's got it is has the energy that Courtney Love is is throwing out there on her lyrics and on her, you know, uh her well, she's not the main guitarist, but uh, what's the what's the, Ed something Eric Eric Eric, uh, Eric Erlinson yeah Erlinson yes yes he is the he is the less talked about uh, uh, songwriter in in whole always so of course quiet. outshined by Courtney Love and whatever she's doing in every, any given week yeah, yeah. Exactly. I love him though because he I mean he was like the one band member who was there from the very start you know they yeah. had yeah. other members who came in later and he was there through it all and just sort of you know it, we were just watching a documentary that's about um their drummer uh patty Schemmel, who's one of my oh, like, yeah. heroes called hit so hard yeah. and you know he's he just seems like this guy who just sort of like always had a really good head in his shoulders he was the sober one and just sort of like rolled his eyes at courtney when he needed to and just like quietly did his part yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. like through all of this turmoil and stuff and it's just you stuck like, with who it are you man like, where did you come from <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, cause Wild. yeah, I mean, it, it, it could be maybe easy to turn against her in this time yeah. too, you know, with all of the accusations and all of the, um, uh, uh I guess, uh, enemies that she made along the way. You know, enemies um, and like, she's, a, she's a handful, right? You know, she was yeah. like frequently on stage, just like doing her own thing. And like, you know, there was a period, I think after this album that she, you know, she was trying to do like a movie career and that's when, mm-hmm. Like when they were working on Celebrity Skin, the follow-up album, and this yeah. this documentary gets into it a lot, is like basically like pushed Patty out and off the record. Their drummer, yeah, I read about like, you that. You know, he was yeah. he was pretty upset about that. They also had a, a bassist who I think re- did she record live through this, and then she yes. like oh, she overdosed and died like two months after Kurt Cobain. You know, like mm-hmm. this is just a lot of shit going on. Yeah, to yeah, there is a lot to unpack it out and deal with. So, yeah, yeah. Um, of, to, to credit to all of them, but I, I right. I've yeah. always been sort of amazed and amused and curious about this guy it's just well, like just do my yeah. thing okay i had yeah, to look this yeah. thing up because she found him she took out an ad in a la paper yeah and seeking comrades influenced by big black sonic youth and fleetwood mag wow and i'm like what a combo so eric yeah. must have been like yeah. That sounds fucking great. That's fun. <laughs> it does this, sound great. This Let's bitch is that. a little nuts, but it's worth it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rest is history. They yep, yeah, they've right. been making music ever since. Yep. Um then uh what you guys want to get into the the first track then? Yeah. Um we have yeah. uh we have 12 tracks for you guys. Uh track 7 I split into two cuz there's like two different bits in there. Um, oh, sure, but yeah. Um, yeah, this first track is uh, a little song by the name of Violet. Yeah, we could talk. Yeah, right? Oh, you can talk over it. Although it might not sound right. Hold on. Yeah, what is that? You can talk during it, but I know that on the other end of the Zoom, sometimes that 
cuts the off the music when you're talking. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, anyway. we're just previewing the song. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to figure out how to, to do it right during the pandemic or whatever, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. I Because I was almost going to be like, okay, and then, okay, pay attention to this sweet fill coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll do a beat by beat. I mean, we could. Yeah. Real uh, time appreciation uh, of it. Nobody got time for that. Oh, no, um, I, love, I love Violet so much. It's such a, I mean, like, talk about a hell of a track one, side one. Mm-hmm. So we used to say, yeah. Opening, opening track because it just like it arrives and it's like here this is what we are this is what we're about we're gonna like scream at you yeah. and yeah it's yeah such a, an emotionally raw no holds barred song and this is the one that we still sometimes cover in damsel trash and i feel like it's the song okay. too that i hear other bands even now like even younger people coming up this is the one they'll find and like cover because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just there's so much it's resonant. a very strong track on yeah. its own like yeah it is, huge. Um, and that that drum part is such a workout just from the beginning. Holy, yeah, can can <laughs> confirm that is a workout of a drum a drum song. Well, drum yeah, track. and and to yeah. imagine that they re- replaced her with a studio drummer or whatever, like I know, right? Come on, man. You had Patty Schmel, <laughs> What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <sighs> like definitely a you know a misstep that she you know was you know uh, uh didn't or was uh, um what's the word I'm looking for uh like she 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 saw the that she she made a mistake with that uh, uh, yes. Uh, choice you know yeah I, mean? I think so i think yeah, so I yeah. think they all recognize that that was a mistake yeah mm-hmm. although i think it was you know partially the the record company or you know the studio or whatever pushing well, yeah, the, the, the story producer. i read yeah it was the producer that kind of was notorious for uh, uh switching out the drummer yeah yeah in the in the studio yeah. so um yeah she she said that she said later that he was like a nazi so yeah. <laughs> she yeah. obviously didn't love the dude uh, uh in retrospect but um yeah yeah he must have mm-hmm. been you know big enough guy or whatever that this was you know gonna bring the album up or whatever uh, right right yeah he was some high high some high time producer high, yeah 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 <laughs> mainstream albums and all that so and i'm sure they were pushed to do it it still mm-hmm. sucks though yeah. like you know if your own bandmates like don't stand up for you Mm-hmm. how much they knew what was going on i don't know because she but she was like in the, the studio for weeks apparently just being tormented being like yeah it's not good enough it's not good enough like playing for eight hours straight trying to get these things oh my god right you know that's, and like that's awful and he would they <laughs> even went just wicked they even yeah. went so far to be like he there's no doubt that he was just trying to push her out because behind the window in the control room he would just hit the dim switch and read the newspaper. Yeah, well, she like was just takes. incredibly insulting, <laughs> and that this shit should not happen anymore. No, it shouldn't. But I, I don't. I could get worked <laughs> up about that. But this album she's on. Is yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really she's, hear she's Patty here. Doing she's her strong thing. on this yeah, album. Super um, strong. And this this opening yeah. track, I think, is a great showcase that just gets you right there. Right. Yeah, there. and yeah. the production is just perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Heard like the perfect Enormous. like grunge 90s sound like it fits exactly in that year as far as yep. like the other you know heavy grunt hitters of grunge you know um and i think that's i mean ultimately why people say that it sounds a lot like kurt cobain is because it's like well it's grunge but yeah like, there was yeah. kind of a, a lot of grunge sounds like theme. kurt cobain like <laughs> right <'Cause laughs> you know they were all all they were you know nirvana was influenced by some of the same people you know, yeah, and I, yeah. in that scene, they all mm-hmm. kind of came up to this scene. And so, yeah, there's going to be yeah. crosstalk there. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's happening at the same time. You know, mm-hmm. um, she was she had a band before meeting Kurt, you know, like she was right. doing her own yeah. thing. Um, 
but um yeah yeah she she of course gets all of the rampant sexism of the you know yeah. early 90s um, she just like took it yeah yeah she's just whatever yeah. I mean, she's she just like yeah y'all are sexist whatever <laughs> yeah 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 she, she really look out she, for she harvey was, weinstein yep yep exactly oh yeah yeah i I, that's like one of those like things that circulates where it's like well she's not all bad right like she (laughs) She, she knew she was was about she she knew about the weinstein stuff like Uh exactly yeah Yeah. i don't think she's bad at all i kind of i get upset with her for what happened with patty you know she's Mm -hmm. like i was like that's clearly not a perfect human (laughs) yeah flawed human but i don't think it you know like not a fundamentally bad or evil human no no, not at all Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but anyway so those are our thoughts on uh yes uh, violet and violet yeah yeah Yeah, great great opening track um and i guess it's uh some of the lyrics are a reference to uh patty smith's song kimberly uh, with the violet slash violent uh stuff in in one of the the verses yep um there's a lot of that's the thing also about this album there's a lot of references to a lot of different things um yeah. that you know are inspirational to her including some of her own stuff from previous records um but yeah supposedly this one is uh one of the ones about billy corgan uh from smashing pumpkin <laughs> that's right i always forget she dated him there's yeah. this great there was some great line where she was like talking about you know like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna mate with so and so because oh. like i'm gonna mate so because she like picked kurt because he had a, he had a really good nose yeah. or something like that and i don't she was really like <laughs> dumping on billy corgan yeah. and that too i was just like yeah you can dump on billy corgan that's fine it was so yeah. she d- she never liked her nose so she was trying oh, to okay. find she was trying to find a, a male rock star who had a great <laughs> nose <laughs> have, a, have and a kid with to have a kid with yeah and <laughs> someone was like oh, well, wow what about, what about axel rose he's got a great nose and she was like i'm not gonna mate with axel rose <laughs> yeah that would have you been you can read into why all you want but she was just like she's very know, clear about what she wanted too shiny man but yeah i know yeah. there's, there's such a such a history with with corgan and and smashing pumpkins and all that yeah. but yeah it seems like they maintained like a friendship uh after that going forward well, they were like, all part worked, of the seattle scene they were, yeah well yeah. they worked together later on Run. some stuff oregon wrote the celebrity skin riff Mm-hmm. Da-da, da-da, da-da. That was Billy really oh. Corgan, and sense. she's been very open about that from the beginning. So yeah, they yeah. collaborated after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, I think that but... they uh, got back together for one of her records down the line, maybe. But yeah, he he like that's the thing. There's a few tracks in here where like she is talking shit about someone, but it is someone that she continues to work with. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yes, which exactly. you don't see a lot. You know. No, no. Yeah. It's, it's very fun, and I. <laughs> You know, it makes you really curious about the relationship. Yeah, she talks but... shit to their face, and then you know, but then like, yeah, you know, yeah, she's still yeah. good. Uh, and if they good, get over friend, it, loyal, loyal, uh, loyal, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, pioneer of rock. You know, yeah, so yeah. Totally. definitely. <laughs> They're like, hey, but you're so talented, so I'm gonna let you talk to track yeah, about exactly. still working together. And I'm a little scared of you, so yeah, uh-huh. go for it. I'm <laughs> right, that. right. I'm that. Afraid you're gonna stab me or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> this but, track uh, really, this track really does kick off the album though really well. Like it sets the tone, like that. This yep. is this is female, you know, grunge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, you know, this, this yeah, is yeah. This is the definition this is of grunge. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Period. Absolutely. Well, and there's something scarier about it when it's a woman singing. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, well, it yeah. Especially it darker in, and scarier. I think. I mean, there's a lot of dark, scary Nirvana songs, but there's also some, you know. Well, yeah. She gets very. Ones. She doesn't have personal any personal like any happy songs stuff. in this. 
track yeah. record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely like uh, um I don't know, emotionally in a just I don't know, negative headspace a lot of the time it seems um cuz she's, you know, has a rough background uh that we'll, you know, talk about in some of the other tracks, but um yeah, you know, she had a she had a rough uh rough run of it. I mean, she was also uh, uh I uh, she had a trust fund or whatever, but that's not that doesn't mean that your life was great or whatever. <laughs> well, she was a stripper for a long time. Mm-hmm. Her mom kicked her out of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, and was, she was like smart that wasn't a hell. big part of her yeah. experience uh, uh necessarily, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's she's exercising some demons, basically. Oh yeah, definitely. For sure. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah. And she knows what she's doing politically too. Like she's mm-hmm. a very smart feminist. Yep. Mm-hmm. And a poet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. fuck. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then uh, we got another track for you. Uh, this one is uh, called Miss World. And uh, yeah, let's just listen to it and we'll, we'll talk about it. Here it is. Yeah. yeah, she really That's takes a lot of liberal uses with those with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Courtney's all about like the the flourishes and like the long drawn out. Like you were so yeah, good at. So I was like imitating when we did the when we did the whole tribute that, like the ends of words, yeah. the vowels being sort of like yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was, I think, a little bit of a, a, a grunge thing too. Like I, yeah. I feel like there's oh, a lot I, of I artists agree. that were enunciating Kurt, the Kurt did vowels a lot quite too. A bit. You know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. very fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very Pacific Northwest too. Yeah, <laughs> which I oh, yeah, maybe that's later. yeah, maybe that's part of it. The like the part of the accenter something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that area. The dialect. The yeah. dialect. Yeah. Yeah. Music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Courtney dialect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming through. Yeah, um, yeah was, I think uh, Miss World was like kind of one of the big the big singles that came out of this album as well. And I know it had a music mm-hmm. video and um, yeah. definitely one of the ones I would hear on the radio more often. Yeah. And yeah, and this had some uh, lyrics uh, that uh, Kristen Pfaff uh, uh, borrowed racist. from her previous group. Uh, the I made my bed, I'll lay in it uh, bit. Like there's a bit of one of her previous bands that uses some of that. Um, oh my God, I didn't know that. That's, that's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard a little bit of the the other one. It's a little more like punky and, and faster paced, of course, than this. This is like a you know slower track um, cool. for whole i guess but <laughs> yeah um, well i mean that's like what grunge did it sort of took a lot of punk aesthetics and, and sensibilities and made them like a little like a little bit slower mm-hmm. a little bit more harmonic in places and but it's extremely yeah. influenced by right you know so that's cool well, yeah, yeah that, I, that I didn't slow, know that fast, about the, slow uh, fast thing um, yeah slow fast or like loud loud soft loud. <laughs> loud soft loud yeah yeah all those variations um and uh yeah she really um oh what's going on dave Hey, you! Hey, Dave has joined the podcast. He can't hear you yet, but that's all right. He will. (laughs) Oh, Meg Um, is going to take this opportunity to take a a quick little break to grab water. All right, all right, that's all right. Switching over here, so she doesn't get parched. Hey, Dave. What's up? Welcome, welcome. What's up, Dave? What's up? He made it. Woo woo. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Abby? Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, have you, have, you guys hung out at roller derby or a cross pass? Cross pass, <laughs> mostly cross <laughs> pass. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I was I was going to ask you about this later. Maybe I'll just ask you now, though. Uh, what sure. What's the roller derby scene like currently in Madison? I'm not that plugged in. I'm sure Great. Dave could probably speak to it a little bit, but uh, yeah, you know, still, his, still going uh, strong. Yep, yep, still growing strong. Kind of coming back, getting back on our our feet post pandemic. You know, big big pause. Yeah, volunteer run organization, so it takes some mm-hmm. doing to get things up and running again, but. We are actually in the middle of uh, our season right now, and this is um, okay. season nineteen, but heading into the twentieth year of the league. So, yeah, one of the yeah. one of the oldest modern roller derby leagues in the in the world, um, and still still going strong, still going strong. Oh, really? One of the oldest yeah. in the world? That's really we cool. We were we were the fourth one to form when modern roller okay. derby kicked off at the start of the twenty first century. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah, it's got a history so, now. Pretty who was, good. Who was first? Uh, Austin, Texas, was where it was was founded so um and Austin, one of the of one course. of the skaters in austin, austin had a yeah of course one of the skaters in austin uh had a sister who lived in madison who was like well you guys don't get to have all the fun so that's why we ended up with kind of an early an early in but yeah things are going well yeah. love it i still managed to skate i uh i did hurt my my thumb um that's like the worst injury i can get that's I'm, I'm happy about it but i've been skating for like 11 years now so feeling grateful wow. that my body's body's holding up well, yeah, yeah, that's uh, it's like that's, you uh, just started yesterday. <laughs> pretty, pretty rough sport, from what I understand. It can be, it can be, you <laughs> yeah, know, full contact on roller skates, but a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I just uh, I was watching a music video for uh, Sex on Eight Wheels, uh, <laughs> which nice. is like, oh, this is this is the roller derby song. This is yes, this is it great, is a thousand percent. That, yep, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a fun music video, too. Uh, we'll put a link in the description for that one. Thank you, yeah, that was the amazing yeah, yeah. Natalie Hinkley who uh, shot that for us. Yeah. Um, I loved like, like looking through all your stuff on YouTube. Cause I got to see, you know, all the ways that you're connected to different people in Madison and, and, uh, you know, interconnected. Um, and, uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you guys about the Madison scene. Like, uh, what's, what's maybe your, one of your favorite things about the Madison scene or least favorite things about the Madison Maggie, scene? you don't get to talk about this anymore. You don't live here any, there anymore. Uh, that's true. Oh. You're a coasty no, now. So. Maybe does. Sad now. She does. Yeah. She's still, yeah. she's, she still keeps in touch, but, um, <laughs> I, I love the Madison scene having been there for quite some time and seeing it kind of evolve. I like that there's no like one scene. There's no one genre. That's really like yeah. the genre. There's yeah, so yeah. much different kinds of music there. Um, and there's a lot variety. Of, like it's yeah, or, like way surprising variety for the size of the city that it is and the demographics. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. pretty impressive. And like the other thing I really love is it just seems very collaborative. It's always felt very mm-hmm. collaborative to me. There's a lot of like cross pollination and people just like, I want to be in a band with these people, so we're gonna do this project for a little while, and I'm also gonna do this, this, and this, and like help each other out and yeah. learn from each other. And you know, there's there's shitheads anywhere, but I I feel like mm-hmm. by and large, it's a pretty good like positive supportive scene. And I think that's gotten more the case over the years. And I think especially as like uh, more diversity in the scene has, has come about. Um, yeah. And like right now, like I'm, I'm wearing a cat in the hurricane shirt right now, which is a really amazing local Madison, like queer indie pop band who've been really kicking butt and kind of proving that you can, you can do the thing from Madison. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's pretty great. So I, uh, yeah, I love it. I love they it. They stayed in my apartment when they were here. They did. Holy <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> she, she hosted them. It was very cute. Yeah. Um, and I play, I play with a band called line now, which is also awesome. And they're, we're like a very queer sort of indie rock outfit. Yeah. And yeah. 
that's been really great because like everybody in the band is younger than me, but it's helped me mm. kind of get introduced to a lot of new up and coming musicians and bands and like yeah. stay kind of fresh in the scene. Cause I don't ever want to just rest on my like in my day, you know, we had this and this and that was that was great and it's never better. It it's sucks like, no, now. I, yeah, 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 everything's downhill now. <laughs> I practically had a bed at the frequency. Uh but yeah. no, it's like it's always there's always new amazing stuff coming up, and I'm really impressed by everything I come across these days. So yeah, every time I see like that's the thing though. Like every every time I go to a show in Madison, I'm like, why aren't I mean, you know, I know it's not about this, but like why aren't like these bands getting more attention than they generally do or whatever? Because like there's so you many know, talented groups, there's you know, yeah. It, it's like we have a scene, you know. Uh uh I know it's, you know, there's some group like, you know, garbage or whatever, but Well, like, you want to have a whole other podcast we can talk about the <laughs> issues with Madison and how it does and does not support its music scene and the, as a business. That's a Yeah. That's a whole big can of worms we could get into. <laughs> so that that would be more of the the what you dislike about the Madison scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah, the 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 people, the music, the creativity is fantastic, but there's just not a lot of institutional support for it in Madison. Like you think of a an Austin, Texas, and you look at yeah, the budgets yeah. they put behind like actually meaningfully supporting having an industry there. And we just don't have that in we, Madison. We need like a keep Madison weird type of situation, mm -hmm. you know, uh yeah. so that we can, you know, kind of have our own thing. But, there are people uh, who are working on it. Like there's people who are trying yeah. to make that happen, and I'm yeah. I'm grateful to them. But it's we, we need yeah, to all agree on on a a short phrase that we can right. put on a bumper sticker. I think. Uh, something that'll <laughs> annoy all of the the diehards, but uh, it'll be really catchy. Yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, it can't be loved by everyone. You know, nope, that's that's no, part of no, it. No, um, that's, yeah. As Boy, as Courtney Love is talking, conservatives in Wisconsin to hate whatever. Say <laughs> whatever is coming out of Madison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. 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 That's well, anything that comes true. out of Madison, so they're gonna hate. Just yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, yeah like there's certain places you almost you almost don't want to say you're from Madison uh, <laughs> when you're there. Right. You know? I went alone. Um, I play music and math. I was like, I walk into any place and I think it's very obvious to most people outside. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. There's, there's definitely a few gas stations stop at where like, am I in danger right now for the shirt that I'm wearing or something? Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a nice little side tangent. We got uh, uh, another track for you though. Now, now Dave's here. We're gonna we're gonna move on to this next track here. Right on. Um, this is um, Plump, and this is kind of referring to uh, her lump. experience. Not Lump. Different. 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 Um, but different uh, kind of her experience, like being pregnant and being also in the media and all that. Um, so here's Plump. <laughs> Shakes his dead rattle Spittle on his bill And I don't do the dishes I throw them in the clear Eating you Dating you I'm over fed Something in my mouth it makes me silk. <laughs> yeah, silk. All those yes. extra syllables. I love it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Meg was telling me she had some some stuff to say about this the song. Okay. Okay. So yeah. What's up? It's like the, what we just heard was from the perspective of the baby. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hello, like, rock uh, song from the perspective of an infant. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, like they're they're <laughs> throwing the that? dishes in the crib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what do you think about the the uh, I guess milk imagery throughout the album? Do you think that there's a a specific thing that it is uh, referencing or the milk's in my mouth, and that's how you know it's from the baby? They're... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God damn it! But the, the, the milk motif does show up in a number of songs on it the record. Sure does. And I have to assume it's just like about kind of like a symbolic of like motherhood and what we think Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I think that... and consumption yeah. in the yeah. rampant, you know, unbridled capitalism that yeah. is still now and also was the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. The capitalist yeah. hellscape that we're still in. Mm-hmm. Right. And like um, milk, yeah. milk is like nourishing, but also is like a thing to be consumed and capitalized, you know, like the mm-hmm. you know, due to motherhood and mm-hmm. et cetera. And I think there's and taking a lot of your body too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Also, be, yeah, I think I think a lot of some of her messaging is is all of that, but also just like the personal experience of like, oh, wow, this is a weird experience in my body. Yeah. To go through. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah and totally. um, yeah. And, and to get into a little bit of the kind of uh, uh, custody battle situation of uh, that time, um, there was the um, you know infamous article that came out from Vanity Fair where there was some anonymous contributors that, someone suggested that she was on heroin while she was pregnant. And so when um, their child was born, child custody took them, uh, took that child for uh, uh, nine months uh, that they had to, you know, be supervised while they were with Mm -hmm. their baby in the first, first nine months. So um, yeah, which she of course denies uh, uh, to this day that she was, you know, uh, uh, using during the pregnancy um but uh i think it's still fucked up honestly yeah. what even if she was oh take even it. if she was then yeah then help her yeah yeah and don't yeah. take your baby no, away our, yeah our approach to, Jesus. to yeah our approach our approach <laughs> to society to that is never uh particularly compassionate or actually useful mm-hmm. but the least helpful route yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, just right. it's like, just because they're traumatize you further by taking away your child yeah yeah <laughs> i just want to condemn you mm-hmm. yeah yeah but I, I mean, I feel like you get a lot of that reflected in her music. Like yeah. there's a lot of real pain and, yeah. and like anger around how she's how she's feeling treated and yeah. as a as a parent and raising yeah. kids and all the judgment around that. So well, yeah, and as far as like the like you know the media circus is concerned, like this part of this of Kurt Cobain's story is rarely like shown yeah. in a light to contribute to his mental state, which I'm sure this part of his life did. You know, seeing that even mm-hmm. his own child could be taken from him, right? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Talk about you know the men, men as as parents and right. what, what how all that experience might be to them and what we yeah do. yeah you know no yeah no it's just all the yeah that's yeah. true too it's a good yeah, point I'm, I'm sure that that Kurt like you know uh, also felt similarly to these lyrics you know um, yeah they, they were they were in line yeah. with with um, you know how they felt about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. I have no doubt that both of them loved that kid and probably felt yeah. some kind of serious. I mean, that's again, it's traumatizing to go through. Yeah, all that, so. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, no, we don't. Yeah. We don't tend to to attach that to to Kurt as much as we do to Courtney. Yeah, it's a good mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it's. I mean, probably just mostly because you know he wasn't really around to talk about it much. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, right. but um. Yeah, all part of the weird lore or whatever the double-edged blade of being a mother you know like you yeah get a lot of the credit and a lot of the blame 
Yeah. That's yeah. Yes. Yeah. Whether, whether it's true. necessarily true or not, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. Because would it matter to them if Kurt was using at the time? That I exactly. doubt it would have no, had the would same. Not. Yeah. You know, it would not. They, yeah. they would not have shown up at the door and taken their child. No. That's right. Someone who would have been like Kurt's using, mm-hmm. but because she was, but yep. because someone said. Mm-hmm. She was. Yeah, and just because yeah. someone sudden, said important. too, it wasn't even like substantiated. It was right. just from an article, like right. Which just... I mean, man, you want to get into like issues of of celebrity and the the different kinds mm-hmm. of scrutiny and, and standards yeah. people are held up to is like not real yeah. people. You're just a celebrity, so yeah, yeah. So this, this anonymous thing in an article, yeah, be enough to take away your kid, like oof. yeah. <laughs> That yeah, that re- that really shakes your world and like your sense of security. Even mm-hmm. you know, boy, I made it. Doing I'm it. famous, and they still can just do whatever they want to me. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. There's yeah. a. I was thinking about why. I think we only played this song once in the tribute band that we had, but mm-hmm. it's because there's another song about the same subject, basically, and even further of having our kid taken away from her. Mm-hmm. That's the ninth track. I think it's number nine. I think that I would die. Oh yeah, yeah. and we focused so much on yeah. that song because I was obsessed with it. And this one got a bad. He's got the short end of the stick. <laughs> it's a fine. I song. do love Plump. I do. It's. I can't. I know that we're not like ranking things. I just like can't help it. <laughs> it wouldn't be. Yeah. Wouldn't be in the top five for me. But I'd love every uh-huh. single. Yeah, song on this album. It's definitely part of the kind of through line theme yeah. of the album, though. It's a mm-hmm. perfect song three. <laughs> it's yeah. Perfect. perfect song yeah, three. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you have to spread the like the the, the bangers, you know. You gotta, yeah. you gotta spread them throughout the album. You know, <laughs> you don't want to scare people. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. she might. I, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Like, like Courtney, maybe. Right into that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Ease you into the album. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about why it opens with Violet, like it, you're either in or yeah. you're not at that point. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, but uh, oh, speaking of some harrowing stuff, uh, this next track, uh, a little trigger warning um, for the description for this one, because this is yeah. where we get into some truly awful like you know things that happened to her on tour um she again trigger warning um there was a stage dive uh incident where she stage dived like any many young uh, uh male Artists. rock stars have mm-hmm. and yeah. uh her dress was torn from her and she was you know uh, uh, uh assault, sexually assaulted essentially and then yep. like thrown back on stage like naked, which, you know, is obviously traumatizing and scarring. And um, this this song is really addressing that and the kind of, you know, uh, a culture around, uh, uh, you know, she's asking for it or she's dressed like she's asking for it, that kind of talk that, you know, post me too, we have a little more of a, you know, understanding of, um, yeah. well, as men, I guess. Um, but, uh, oh, 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 nice, Brad. (laughs) Well, yeah, I was gonna say, I I think that I think that you guys knew it all along. This was a problem. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, this is, uh, this is asking for it. Uh, really, really poignant, uh, uh, response to that.
I love coming out of that. Meg's like, I got to talk about phasers. And we're like talking about like this heavy, heavy emotional subject matter. And she's like, oh, phasers. Let's talk about that. I'm so sorry because the phaser pedal in that guitar tone was crazy. Mm, mm-hmm. And I normally am not drawn to that at all, but I am in this. It works. Because I feel like it's a, a, if you put a phaser on a guitar, it sounds like spacey, like outer spacey. Yeah. And I normally yeah. don't like that. Yeah. But with whole, it's so fucking grounded. It's like a swamp, you know, mm-hmm. a space yeah. swamp. A swamp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They 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 get to a, a little bit into the wall of sound kind of uh, uh, yeah. era with, or or sound sometimes with their production. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think especially yeah. the, the the louder choruses and things like mm-hmm. that. Definitely, you get that full effect. But and it's, it's yeah, they're explosive. It's super explosive, and it's it works really well with again like the emotional punch of the song, and especially the chorus on this that repeated mm-hmm. like she asking for it mm-hmm. and the octaves. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. so smart with the octaves. She does that a lot yeah. throughout this whole album. The yeah. the first chorus is was she asking for it? That's the entire first chorus in that mm-hmm. range. And then it Jumps kicks up. up about halfway through the song. Yeah. Was she asking for yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's my favorite. Crazy. <laughs> it's crazy loud. The yeah. whole octave up. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah like just, Still just raw. fully breaks out Ugh. into, uh, you know, pure grunge excellence, you know? Well, you can yeah. just yeah. really grunge feel excellent. like the, the emotional momentum building behind it, too. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Precisely. Precisely. Starts yeah. off yeah. real yes. quiet. Like, yeah. Yeah, she's asking in. for it, but then you get to the yeah. end, and she's just like, oh, "Well, is anyone going to answer me? Was she asking yeah. for it?" Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh my god, that's like every single song on this record. Is is anybody going to fucking listen to me? Do I have to scream it at you? And and every single song is like, "Yes, I do have to scream it at you." Here yep. it is. Yep. Well, yep. yeah, yeah. I mean, we definitely know with retrospect that was absolutely the case, right? Um, <laughs> Well, we were yeah, we were thinking yeah. too, so the documentary that we were watching, there is footage which I think is I think might be the footage of the incident you were talking about. Is the thing like actually see? Well, it yeah, happen? there is. Yeah, there there I think there is footage. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's I mean it's wild, and she gets back up on stage, you know, and like true Courtney Love fashion tries to sort of both brush it off and call it off, call it out at the same moment. She's like, I really loved that slip because they tore this like black slip off of her that she was wearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's her comment. It's like I really like that slip. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just like yeah. Oh. But um, yeah, it was like uh, uh, I remember like one of the descriptions of it was like seeing herself like uh, uh, smiling in the photos of of after you know on stage mm-hmm. trying to process it or whatever. Right. Was one of those things where it really messed with her. I think uh, 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 in her head. Um, sure. yeah, you know, nice. especially hearing all that kind of stuff, uh, uh regularly, yeah. you know? Well, yeah, yeah. And it's like, cause you're like, well, you were smiling and you brushed it off and you made a joke. Like you're fine. Right. Yeah, and it's my like, armor, well, bitch. Uh-huh, that's the armor. Uh-huh. It's also like, you know, the shock of the moment and not knowing how to deal with it. Like this is a survival tool, right? Yeah. This is just mm-hmm. how I get through it, but it doesn't yeah. make it okay. Yeah. But it is a yeah. hell of a thing to see that footage. It's just like all these young men mm-hmm. aggressively. Yeah sexually assaulting her while she's you know crowd surfing and you know it's yeah. it's also happened to a lot of young women who crowd surf just like as audience members it's a very oh, yeah. still unfortunately yeah. very like not yeah. uncommon thing you got to worry about and i think it's gotten a little bit better in the scene it's sort of more self-policing than it used to be but it definitely still happens and so well, yeah if it's noticed there will be some people from the crowd that will step up and yeah uh, i mean i'll maybe i will full on 
get in someone's face and punch them if I need yeah. to. In that case, well, yeah, I'm sometimes, not and, and sometimes <laughs> you'll see like artists these days will will stop a show if yeah. they see something happening in the crowd, which I think is, is the best. Yeah, there's a compilation of a bunch of like. 10 or 12 like showing like the artist just like stopping the song and just like yeah pointing and, like just like ripping into like the fan like get the fuck and yeah. just like yeah, yelling at him like you are not which is what you here. should do that is yeah. if you see it that is your responsibility as the band who has power to make that happen and i'm so glad that yeah. more bands are doing that i mean we've we've had stuff happen in damsel trash shows mm-hmm, or while mm-hmm. we're like watching another band at a show that we're at we've dealt with all kinds of ridiculous and I'm like this is like mm-hmm. our whole thing like our whole mm-hmm. vibe our whole like the, what we're saying explicitly and yet people will still show up and do this but mm-hmm. just the point of the song like i think you know thinking about how much this resonated with you know young women in particular at the time when it came out yeah like having this sort of outlet for the the anger that we were all a lot of people were feeling about these sorts of things yeah yeah there was that specific thing but any kind of like sexual assault or you're being you're being told you're asking for it well, yeah, you're being essentially gaslit by society. Right. Like. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is such an anthem to to like fuck you back to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We didn't really have a lot of that prior to this, you no, know. No, we didn't. No. no. Because also, like, I just can't help but think of how making the connections to how uh, you grow up in a female body and mm-hmm. the types of things that your parents tell you to protect you. Mm-hmm. You know, don't wear that. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you shouldn't. You shouldn't wear this. You shouldn't behave mm-hmm. like this. Yeah, yeah. don't be. You shouldn't behave. Pa- you shouldn't behave powerfully. Yeah, is yeah. ultimately a message that or, a lot of people, oh, you, you know, shouldn't, shouldn't grow up exist with. in the world and, <laughs> and just or expect for people not to assault you. Right, it's like that's not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, more, yeah. So, more so. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, com- completely insane <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, I am, I am, you know really glad that me too happened but it there's still you know it's still long happening you know way to go. right yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 there's a long way to go and yeah. courtney knew she knew she knew all <laughs> no. about it she yep. she knew all about that shit she knew all about the very 70s you know i guess speaking more of of this stuff uh another trigger warning for the next track this is about a really <laughs> awful situation she's she's singing about about uh, uh, Colleen Stan. Uh, that's the uh, uh, story of a woman that was, uh, I guess, abducted by a couple and then uh, uh, kept in their, you know, uh, uh, basement for like a decade or something, and then murdered. Really harrowing stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you guys. But do Courtney that, makes it fun. <laughs> no, Courtney makes it fun. Yeah, he's a rock and roll. Um, but yeah, this is uh, Jennifer's body. I do love that it has that like kind of uh, like horror kind of sound in the softer parts, you know. Yeah, like, it, it's like they're they're making a, a, a horror song uh, yeah. within the grunge framework, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, I, I would love that description. That's a, it's yeah, so true. Very very cool. And I, yeah, and then you think about like the movie that was has ended up being written later on under this name and sort of some similar vibes and and. Uh, well, so yeah, and, and apparently she didn't. Um, 
she she uh, 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 was disappointed with Diablo Cody because of the titling, because like she didn't get any like credit or whatever for it, and it was obviously yeah. like I get that, yes, yeah, <laughs> I get but, it. Uh, <laughs> but it was it's loosely it is loosely the the that you know movie is loosely based on the same story though, so yeah, just with well, that, and like twist, right, and you don't have the That's rights to that original story, but. Right. Yeah, yeah, as, yeah. As a as a song, though, and I was just just noting too. This this one also is a is a heck of a drum workout. Um, having mm. also played it, it's man. Oh yeah, it's just, that's it's right. Brutal. You, you, you a, played most of these, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I it just made me respect Patty so much more. But yeah. the way that she, I mean, the the title of the documentary is hit so hard for a very good reason. <laughs> like that, she hit the drum part. She hit him really hard. We should mention um, she was uh, uh, one of the you know uh, front runners to be the new drummer for Nirvana. At one point, before right, Dave yeah, Roll. Kurt wanted so, her for the band. Yep, so, yep. I yeah, remember there was yeah. a bit of a fight over that, and you know, she ended up playing with a quite a few other other acts as well prior to and and during that time. Like she played on yeah. one of Frank's albums, which I thought was really cool. Frank sort of like early pioneering out queer folk punk person. Frank P H R A N C. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Very fun. Um, yeah, kind of underground, but like been around forever. Anyway, yeah. So like, I just yeah. again really admire and like so. Just as a quick little fun backstory, I've been a drummer, you know, since I was a, a wee child. Um, okay. And when I was coming up, I was the only. So I, I, I identify as transgender queer now, but I was identifying yeah. as a girl when I was little because that's all I had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was the only girl drummer mm -hmm. in any capacity, like when I was coming up through school and other things yeah. like I was always yeah. kind of stood out. Yeah. And it was really like, even though I like had a pretty good sense of self and like bit big, big enough personality to be like, yeah, I want to drum and I want to play in a punk band. I was always really like nervous and kind of shy to to to, to hit hard and to play loud and to play like fills mm. and things uh, like that. Mm -hmm. So I was always like kind of yeah. quietly, diligently working on my drum work while these boys were off, like being the really flashy ones because they, you know, the boys always had like nicer drum kits and they had they had parents who could pay for drum lessons and like you know were yeah. like way ahead of me and I was just trying to like prove myself yeah. and keep up. And it, it took a long time for me to have the confidence to play like this, like to play like Patty was playing. Mm -hmm. And it, I respected so much more because like, you know, she came up even before me at a time when it was even more rare um, yeah. and just like came in and like, you know, she talks about how like she grew up listening to like Kiss, like mm -hmm. she'd wear like a huge early eighties, like headphones and she'd listen uh -huh. to like Kiss and stuff and just play along to those, those tracks. And it's just so cool. Yeah. It was always like coming across any other, non-male drummer who could play mm. like this was such a really inspirational and like helped yeah. me kind of find my own voice in the instrument so i just yeah shout that well, out and show you that you could do it you know yeah. and, and and be lauded for it you know absolutely and be yeah. queer because like she came man patty came out in a rolling stone interview in like 1995 which is wild to me because that was mm -hmm. not a forgiving time to come out as any kind no. of celebrity no, like she was like worried about coming out to the band, I guess. And it's like mm -hmm. these guys you were worried about coming out to like, yeah, you know? but that was, but the, that's the time, time, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyway, cheers to, cheers to Patty. Woo, yeah, Patty. Yeah, yeah. She, she, re she really does it. <laughs> yeah. And she rips, she rips in this, in this track, like the whole album, but this track, I think is another really good showcase of, of that yeah. work. My the, uh, snares. They're like a machine gun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, my friend's uh, uh, daughter, uh, Zelda is, I have like a, a little like tiny electronic drum thing, you know, like, like just got them all in one little thing and she nice. loves jamming on that thing yeah, all go the time. Zelda. 
And I'm I'm so glad that she's growing up in Madison where she's going to be able to see some examples of that uh, mm-hmm. live, you know, because um, Madison, you know, there's a, a decent amount of, of uh, you Better know, opportunity non-male musicians around, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Way more opportunity, like you said, and more more mm-hmm. role models. And that's yeah. I mean, man, that's something I will never gets old to me. It still occasionally happens or like I have friends who teach young children or they do girls rock camp and stuff and they'll bring some of their students up. Yeah. Like my shows or you know talk to me or whatever like i met someone the other day i was coming up and was like really into my drumming and i was just like this is amazing because i never had this when i was a kid and i love being able to be any kind of example or role model for well yeah i mean seeing you, guys, seeing you guys live like that's one of the things i really loved was like it's just two of you and it sounded so full and so like you know, uh, uh, expansive for just a two-person group. You know, so thank you, yeah, thank you, yeah. Brad. Yeah, yes. you, you guys, you guys yes. throw a good-ass show. <laughs> Go to New York or Madison and check them out wherever you're thank at. Thank you, thank you. Yes, <laughs> we took that very seriously. It's funny because one of the reasons I'm out here actually in New York is we were we're going to go see a show Saturday night. This band called Deep Valley. Um, and they were kind of, okay. they were a duo, the two yeah. chicks and they, oh, they were out. Okay. Yeah. They were, they were out. They sort of came out around the time that we were just getting damsel trash started and they kind of proved to us like, oh, you could have a duo and have like a really big fleshed out sound and be huge. Yeah. 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 This is their farewell the tour, unfortunately, but, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gonna, they're great. We're going to miss them, but they did, they did this cool thing too. Now I have to talk about amps again. <laughs> so <laughs> Tell me about the amps. Please. Meg's the gearhead. I'm not, but I'll let so They did, at least a friend of mine told me this is what he thinks they did um, to get like a low end and a really cool guitar sound at the same time. They took the guitar signal and put that through a splitter and then put that into a bass amp. Oh, fun. So half of the signal went to a bass amp and half the signal went to a guitar amp to crunch it up. And I don't know if that's true or not. I hope it is. But I have to talk about it. (laughs) That sounds pretty sick, actually. That's a a really cool move. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We don't take Uh, it that far, but. (laughs) Yeah, you should try it out in the studio. I don't know. See See what you like about it, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. in the studio, you could just like, like have Meg do a guitar track and then have Meg do a bass track and layer them over each other. <laughs> well, that's but true. But, live, uh... you know, I, we, 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 yeah, we, we've tried to make it a just a big, powerful, fun sound. And well, I'm, I'm the glad. low end, then your kick takes over and that's just the low end and it works. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely. Mm-hmm. It's great. Also, okay. it's way easier to schedule a band. <laughs> When you've only got two people, I would say. Oh, my yeah. God. Right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we let's coordination that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we yeah we 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 have a podcast we had four people for a while just because like at least we need at least like two or three to show up you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah um because yeah yeah some people you know we we work you know we we you know, wise, work normal right. jobs and shit you know um always hard to line that stuff up it's not anymore to get away we, with we, we got pretty covered this, solid, these days you got a solid crew now yeah, yeah it's, it's a little easier to get away with that <laughs> like a, a podcast and like a band if someone doesn't show up it's like you're, you're missing a whole instrument <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh yeah i guess it's if it's the, like it's the same with us you know it's, yeah, uh, yeah, we're, yeah. we're each an instrument uh, i'm not Very sure who's the drum who's the bass crucial. who's the guitar but uh, the metaphor yeah. does break down a little bit but i the spirit <laughs> of it is true absolutely yeah 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 for sure um, but yeah, we have uh, uh, another track for you guys. Uh, uh, this one is uh, track six. It's called Doll Parts. Uh, this one's got a, a music video, and this one is also um, probably maybe the most directly about Kurt Cobain. Um, but yeah, here is Doll Parts. Someday you will act like a 
just so 90s yeah 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 man yeah so very 90s and i i I love like she's got her kurt Kurt cobain track and it just makes me think of heart-shaped box then yeah which is about her which is about her oh shit i didn't (laughs) make that she literally gave him a heart-shaped box but it's also a metaphor for her (laughs) that's yes that's what i read as well (laughs) yeah (laughs) you can say it on this podcast yeah vagina Um, (laughs) vagina It's uh, known to make people uncomfortable. Vagina. I mean, Vagina. it's the word. So yay. You were the whole <laughs> You don't have to say it. Okay. No, no. I'm not going to force anybody. Sure, but yeah, 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 I yeah. like, I like this is sort of the, this is sort of like the counterpart to Heart Shape Box yes. in some ways. Sure. Like the, the it really is. I didn't think head. about that, but like yeah. it, it has like, yeah, very similar uh, vibe to it. I really like the, the structure of the the verse, uh, I guess, where it, it mm-hmm. like it just keeps going, you know. Um, yeah. The the rhythm pattern, dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. yeah, It's really simple because Courtney's not an amazing guitarist, mm-hmm. but she's a good songwriter. Yeah, yeah. And that's a really simple riff that, like, if you were really good at guitar, you'd be like. Ugh, it's boring. boring, but it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Sometimes that really simple does the trick. Yeah, yeah. I remember even like learning. She played that part. Learning this song, I was like, when I listen to it, if I'm just listening to it, it's really enjoyable, and you kind of just kind of vibe. It's almost like a drone in some ways. Yeah. And when I was learning to play it, I was like, I'm a little bored as a drummer because it's like this. <laughs> Not much really, for you in this track. Yeah, there's not a lot going on, and it's yeah, like very yeah. start, stop, start, stop for the drum parts. But it's like yeah. that's not the point of the song at all. So I was learning yeah. how to like. It's like their like, acoustic number. Yeah, you this know. is this is for yeah, this is. for everybody else, and I'm just yeah. I'm just adding flourish here, and that's fine. Yeah, she does cool stuff live. She does different stuff live. Okay. This one, she does really different things like every single time. Yeah, like it stands for Christ. Like I'm pretty sure that was one of them. Okay, or just like changing the lyrics for Christ. Yeah, she'll change yeah. lyrics in this at, one. Whatever she's feeling on that day. Whatever she's feeling, she'll yeah. take it up the octave early. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I have to she's imagine, got such range. You know, yeah. she really does. She's not yeah. praised enough for for uh, her screaming, vocal screaming range. Sake. Yeah, she's a great singer. Yeah, she's yeah. really yeah yeah. <laughs> a song about like Kurt Cobain, like this person that you loved and probably was somewhat tumultuous, and then who you know killed himself. Like singing this song for years afterwards. Mm-hmm. Oh, like I would have to, I would have to approach it differently over time. I imagine as you sort of like a good moved through that point. grief and and yeah. understanding. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like that it would, it would be a song I'd have to change to some degree right. as I went along. That chorus, well, yeah. oh yeah, they really want you. They really do. That's about Kurt. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants him. Yeah, That's what yeah, I read yeah. anyway. Like he was becoming deified um, at this point, yeah. and. Um, and Which also, he didn't he a, want it all. He didn't know. Of course, no. <laughs> he was like, he was against, he was completely against that <laughs> in general. Uh, never mind. Uh, you know, he didn't yeah. care about shit. Yeah, right. Never mind. Wasn't <laughs> supposed to hit 
to the mainstream like that you know yeah. like, we're supposed right. to hate it yeah yeah whoops but. the <laughs> machine claimed it for itself yeah. mm-hmm. funny how that i call it the pop machine well there's that yeah. line in the song <laughs> i fake it so real i'm beyond fake you know um right which is which foreshadowing is... into ce- what celebrity skin would be about oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. totally yeah well, and, and also, like, you know, it, it, it's her being a little more uh, vulnerable with her, you know, kind of insecurities about, you know, having this big persona, but also, you know, feeling like a, you know, uh, innocent inside and like, you know, she wasn't really who that persona was and, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, even if she is a little bit what that persona yeah. is. But, um, yeah. 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 <laughs> Those both uh, things can be true. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Just the, it, interesting to be both part of, in some ways, and adjacent to such like incandescent fame. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. and in your relationship, like I, I can't even begin to wrap my head around what that does no, I, I, to you yeah. or the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I can't I either. Yeah. I do know I she always like you, wanted to be famous, though. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely like. Yeah. Uh, as like, opposed to Kurt, she definitely. Wanted to be fucking yeah. Famous. The spotlight. She, she wanted Attention. the spotlight. Yeah. She wanted to, to rock it up there with the greats. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Um, but you still have to wrangle with like the realities of it. Deal with it. Right. As it comes along. Right. right. Yeah. Can't, yeah. Can't know what, exactly what to expect. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, it, it, like, no matter what, at a certain level, like. I mean, I think King Gizzard's dealing with this right now. The fact that, like, since they're getting to a level of bigger fame, they, you know, the the average fan is coming in, and the mm. the the you know, sometimes that also brings in people that aren't in line with your, you know, the way that you look at the world. They're not in line with. They're not looking at the lyrics that closely to understand that you are against that sort of behavior uh, yeah oh my um, god the guys who ripped her dress off yeah it's like mm-hmm. you're in a whole sh- yeah well, what are you the fuck <laughs> right yeah yeah exactly totally. you know like completely missing the, the the mark when it comes to what the 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 purpose of the music is you know right right yeah yeah and it, it's it's that's got to be a really deeply weird experience <laughs> deeply weird deeply weird uh but um we have uh I'm, we're gonna do one more track before we take a quick break uh, i have two clips for this one though um but uh yeah speaking of kurt cobain this uh this bit is actually the only bit in the album that is from nirvana and kurt cobain um you know as far as like writing credits and stuff goes but this is a bit of uh old age which is like something that was like uh uh uh, i think thrown out of nevermind or not used for nevermind but Mm. she reworked to the intro for this track Yeah, so that's uh, that's how this track starts um, before that it gets into. Is that the part into... that's from the Nirvana song, the intro? Do you I know? I believe so. Uh, it says "Old so. Age" okay. is the name of the original. Um, Interesting uh, bit. Yeah, yeah. Is that? Yeah, you're right. Okay, so that's track seven that you said. There's like two parts. Yes. Yes. Got yes. it. Okay. Yep. Because uh, 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 well, yeah, if you're listening like all the parts. way, th- if you're listening yeah. all the way through, you could either throw it at the end of six or the beginning of seven. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, this one starts up um, credit in the straight world, which is also a cover. So this is kind of a 
almost a double cover situation. Cover of a cover. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. With this track. I didn't realize that was a cover. Who did that one originally? Do you um, know? It looks oh, like it was sorry. Young Marble Giants. Um, it, Dang. It uh, uses... No. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know much about Young Marble Giants, but she does, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> and, and credit in the straight world, I believe straight is referring to drugs, not sexuality. Yes. Correct. Um, <laughs> yep. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, this is um, uh, obviously a song they really enjoyed and, and wanted to, to bring in. And I mean, it, it's, it's, they own it, you know, um, as far as the, the sound and stuff. Oh, wait, let's listen to a little bit of the, the rest yeah, of the, yeah, yeah. the track. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> wow. So I looked yeah. it up. Young Marble Giants were a Welsh post-punk BAM from hmm. Cardiff, Wales in 1978. So wow. deep wow. cut. Deep, deep cut. Yeah. 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 Well, that's yeah. really fun. Well, that's I mean, how you, yeah, that's... you talk about these, these influences that come into these albums that we're really familiar with, but like everybody draws from smaller, lesser known, whatever niche genres and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. grew up with, which is very fun and cool. Yeah, yeah, I love it because it gives it uh, it gives it a new life when you know you go and and re do the research and find out. Oh, yeah, this is uh, this, there's another group you know yeah. that I can listen to. You know, I have to go check them out now. Yeah, <laughs> that's why yeah. Tracy Chapman was on the Grammys this year. Heck yeah, <laughs> shout out Tracy Chapman. Shout out. Oh, that's why Tracy Chapman won a CMA this year. Hell yeah! <laughs> right. That's oh, right. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's Tracy so Chapman Renaissance. So I'm mad about that it. Was no, I was already nominated for all the Grammys. <laughs> like yes. I, I'm just, I love it. Ago. I love it. Give, give that woman all the flowers. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, maybe a little too late, but yeah, let's, let, you know, I mean, good you know, thing that, that, the, the album did well when it came out too. And she's definitely had yeah. a pretty loyal following, but I, mm. yeah, I do love this like much Throwback. larger awareness and success <laughs> yeah it's almost yeah. like um, kate bush with uh stranger things all of a sudden oh yeah this song like yeah i heard this one before yeah uh -huh. yeah 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 it's like, I, I i'm familiar yep yeah <laughs> But I love yeah. it. I love it. Too bad Hole didn't resurrect young marble giants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They did Sorry, too guys. well on this cover. Like they, yeah. they made it too much of their own, you it's know? So own. everyone's yeah. like, yeah, oh, no, this is a whole song. Yeah. Yeah. No, right, right. Which is what I, which I thought. And it, but it yeah. is a delight to discover that I was, so looking at the Wikipedia page just now, also fun note, just going back to the intro to this, having been a reworked yeah. Rana song. Yeah. Um, Kurt Cobain does actually sing a little backing vocals on this album on two tracks. It's on oh, uh, yeah, that's ask, right. and asking for it and, and softer softer, which I think is really fun. Like mm. apparently just like mm. she had to bully him into doing it, but he came into the studio and she had him like, like some, <laughs> so you don't notice it, but there's some little yeah. Kurt Cobain backing vocals, which I think is very cool. Well, yeah. Which, which also goes to, to, to support the theory that he wasn't the he writer for it. any of this. Like he the producers, like he didn't know what was going on in the, yeah. the tracks. He was just asked just to do it. He was around, you know, yep. Uh, so yeah, there's there's just so many like statements from so many people that are like, this is not what happened. <laughs> yeah, everybody you know? involved is like, no, and like you figure someone at some point would be like, oh, you know, secretly, and I can make some money telling this secret. It's like, right. no, clearly that wasn't the case. So 
Yeah. Lay yeah. off, find some new conspiracy, gross, misogynistic. That cons- Maybe don't find a new misogynistic. Conspiracy <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably just leave those Move in the on. past. Just, no, spend yeah, yeah. the rest of your days looking for one. <laughs> and don't talk to us ever again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? But yeah, there's, 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 there's a lot of... We don't need to know, but we know you need to know. <laughs> yes, you need to know. You need this hobby, yeah. great, go. But let's see you goodbye. Yeah, uh, and we live in a very uh, uh, conspiracy-driven world <laughs> at this point. Um, <laughs> going right into the you know election cycle or whatever, it's just going to get even worse the next good year. Good times, good times. Great I times. Think it's time for more angry music. Yeah, yeah but... We're going to take a break first. We got to right? take a break first. Oh, yeah, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just use the restroom, and uh, we will be right back with Softer, Softest. All right, I'm ready, ready to rock and roll back into it. Welcome back, everybody, to the Album Concept Hour. We have uh, about uh, five tracks left for you guys. And, uh, of course, we are joined by uh, Megan and Emily of Damsel Trash. Woo. Yeah. Um, before we get to the track, uh, how's the how's the big city been treating you? And uh, uh, Megan, uh, you, how long have you how long have you been there? Oh my god, I've been like here seven eight years. years? I moved here in twenty sixteen, so yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yeah. it's just been over eight years. Um, okay. Yeah, nice. I think I found my stride. Me and Emily were just talking actually that I seem to have found my community here, and it's really nice. That's good. And, that's it's good. also good to know that I can come back to Madison and yeah. and play with my besties yeah. and that they can come out here and I can play with my besties and yeah, yeah. have everyone meet each other and be friends. And it's just great. Yeah. I mean, your apartment <laughs> looks gigantic from New York standards, from what I understand. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. Uh, it's only one room. <laughs> well, you have multiple rooms? Multiple Holy rooms. shit. Oh, my multiple God. Multiple rooms. I know. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's impressive. She's actually got a tiny backyard here, too, which was like a... That's what? A there's a, that's there's a yards in New York? I didn't realize. I thought there's that was all in the... the there's yard, yeah, yeah. Yards in one Queens. block. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. In Manhattan, Manhattan, no. But, like, yeah, if you get out here in it into queens you can find some neighborhoods but yeah, yeah. okay like middleton versus madison yeah 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 yeah, yeah. just on like, like a hyper scale <laughs> yeah, yeah. of course because yeah. it's uh, the, like we're, we're working on it though believe me madison yeah is, yeah i mean yeah. i swear to god one day they're gonna like part. they're gonna stop doing the thing where like you can't make anything taller than the capital like uh, that they've gone past that day is now. coming right they've already got past have they gone past the capital oh they have, but like it's it's still it's the rule still exists. It's just it's um the things that are taller on like lower land because the capital is still up on a hill, so you mm-hmm. can still see the capital from all directions when you're far out. Yeah, yeah, because it's which on is that pretty hill. cool. So which we don't have cool. the big skyscrapers that like you know I go to like Des Moines, which is a smaller city, and I'm like yeah. it looks like a bigger downtown because it's got skyscrapers, but mm-hmm. we don't have them not yet. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah I, I feel like they're. I, like I feel that. like you got them all over the place there, right? Like, yeah, that's like the land of skyscrapers. Just a few skyscrapers around yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I just want to. I'm going to further hype up my friend here because so Meg, in addition to having written this Xena Warrior musical, uh, is also yeah, playing cool. several bands out here, including uh, one called Monty, which is very fun. Thank uh, you, Emily. Hard punk rock band, which is, we played. <laughs> we got them out to Madison when we played our last Damsel Trash show at the Crystal Corner. Nice. Us, and it was super fun. It was lit. And the crowd there just freaking loved it even more than people enjoy it in New York. And I'm not trying to like yeah. make that seem weird. It was just like the people that do support local music in Madison are the best. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what 100%. I would say. It's really yep. amazing. Yep, yep. Including also. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Shout out to Veronica, <laughs> formerly of Black Cat. Uh, she's my like in for the the music scene in in town. She's like all you know, just always uh, uh, promoting, sending people friend, random friends text messages like, "Hey, there's a show here. There's a nice. show here." You know. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Great. She's doing doing the Lord's work uh, yes. uh, uh, with with these shows. I would have never gone to the vault probably without knowing oh, her. Oh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. Damsel know, Trash played a show at the vault with uh, Thelma and the Sleaze many years ago, <laughs> and that was a memorable evening. And they're they're what out of uh, they're out of Nashville. Nashville, I they're think. still doing it. Yeah, they came to yeah. not too long ago. Ah, another nice. another fun like queer sort of dirty rock and roll band. So, so dirty. Yeah, I remember like seeing dirty sex rock. Yeah, <laughs> dirty sex yeah. rock. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> I remember seeing uh, uh, an all-female band that was uh, doing Misfits covers the whole night at the vault. Nice. Nice. Really, really that good. Was that Furs? Might have been them. They have a Misfits tribute band. Yeah, might have been local. That, local band I mean, Furs did the Misfits for a little while. And they okay, oh, that's probably them. That did they? Did they uh, 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 spray fake blood into the audience? Was that a I thing don't they remember. did? Remember. I don't remember. So they were doing it that night. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, I had, like, I a, bra- them, I I had a brown leather jacket and I was like standing <laughs> way in the back. I was like, no, no, no. That's going to I'm going to look like a, a, a murder victim yeah. or murderer or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No camel pick me up. <laughs> yeah. But those were uh, those were my favorite shows. Like I I'm not generally I wasn't generally a punk person or like you know into to you know the various genres that madison has to provide but seeing the live shows was what brought me in finally was like i love the energy of all of this like all the diy scene and and all that like we have a really good uh uh, version of that here you know i was i I was gonna say like to 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 the ladies points over here like you know with when it comes to madison it's so it's so hard because it's like Madison is like the heart of Wisconsin mm-hmm. and Dane County, you know, too, even. And it's like it wants to be so, so open and so change and so malleable and almost liberal, you know. And it's like, but the rest of the state is just like this pulsing red. <laughs> you know, except for like Milwaukee oh, and some thing. spots. Yeah. It's just this pulsing red. Yeah. And yeah. the red just wants to crush Dane yeah. County. And Dane County's like <laughs> yeah. Dane County and like Milwaukee, even like, you know, are like, and like lacrosse, no, we're here. And lacrosse. We're here. And we want yeah. to we want to change yeah. things. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. it's it's yeah. spreading yeah. and there are pockets everywhere, but it's just yeah. not the it's rest a, of the land a, mass yeah there's a, there's a tension there's definitely a tension no, just state. a little bit it sucks being in a battleground state that's what i like to tell people yeah. from out of state well, is like that, that is what we are there's so many powers yeah. just vying for our interests battleground is the, yeah. is the is the is the operative word there for sure well, you know it's oh uh, yeah yeah and, yeah, and yeah. Again, no what's, fun what's what's so <laughs> cool about it is that like the dense populace is in the blue area like the the, the areas oh, we're yeah. talking oh, yeah. about you know oh yeah we come out but there's we so many. Out, there's so like... much space for the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Well, it's like when they, you look at they, you know, they, have, maps. they have an equal number. It just takes the rest of the state. You know? Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like basically we're like you look at maps of the country and it's like oh it's so red. I'm like a lot of that's just empty space though. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It takes it, the it rest a lot, of the like it more takes than the it is. Rest of the yeah. people yeah. within that space to beat the people that like would live within these like really just clustered. 
Yeah. Areas, it's like dense. Yeah. And don't even get me started on gerrymandering, guys. Okay, that's like a whole other podcast. Talk all night we got to finish this album. Come on. Yeah, come yeah, on. Okay, that's right, true. Right, right. Damn, Jerry. So, uh, we're uh, getting <laughs> softer now. We're getting, we're getting softer. softer. Softest, even. Uh, no. This is the uh, next track, Softer Well done. What's a pea girl? I think so, a pea girl is a very awkward girl who maybe peed herself. And she gets <laughs> the belt because she peed herself. Well, yeah, for me, it really like harkens funny, to. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, super serious. For me, this really harkens to like you know, I don't know your your kid that's from a rough family where they don't have support at home, and you know, even for normal bodily functions they are like subjected to like violence you know what i mean like mm. i've i'm yep. from beloit uh and i've i know i've known a lot of really rough pe- rough backgrounds you know yep. uh, of yep. people that are just struggling in poverty or whatever but um yeah yeah this definitely makes me think of like a few of my you know friends growing up that didn't have the best home life and like one of my friends literally like kind of i we had to i had to kind of teach them to like you know, uh, uh, clean themselves more so they're not they 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 aren't smelling and and garnering that attention at school. You know, yeah, um, because right. yeah, if you're if you're if you don't have like yeah. a good structure at home, like you, it's not your just... fault. You don't know what's normal. Yeah, like, yeah, I grew, yeah. There for were... you, I knew a lot of people like absolutely. That yeah, and it's yeah. like it's tough. Oh, yeah. again, it's like so exactly hard. what I was what I was talking about before too. You know, like it's. You you grow up with people sometimes even that like you when once you're an adult you kind of realize some of those disgusting habits that they have. We're like, just as, right. As like if you if you yeah, just yeah. let yourself go like, a couple more days a week, you'd be in the exact same position because you're depressed mm-hmm. because your mm-hmm. home life sucks. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, things outside of your control, and you'd be just like that. And yeah, you'd be like oh crap, I didn't realize it. Yeah, when it I was doesn't younger. take much. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, I think uh, uh, in this track too, uh, talking about milk uh, references, I think that uh, in this track, the milk being like sour and being having a negative connotation to me is like expanding on that kind of feeling that like, you know, not having a good, you know, support system at home and uh, not having the nourishment uh, from her parents, maybe, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, this this is a really like, a very personal track it feels like um and uh really intimate yeah Yeah, definitely like coming from some you know uh uh real experiences maybe that she's she's someone someone who really felt the belt Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i mean that's i mean i think a lot of she and the people around her and the people who are coming up through that scene you know that part of the country even like especially in that era in the 70s and 80s and 90s was like pretty depressed you know it wasn't wasn't mm-hmm. a super well off high income part of the part of the world so not yeah. to, not to say that rich folks are free of of toxicity and abuse it, it just kind of manifests differently than it does for folks who don't have a lot and i think you know mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. you think about like so many of the people in these bands who had so many like substance abuse issues and mental health mm-hmm. issues and like that doesn't come from nowhere you know no. yeah 
Yeah. And um, this uh, uh, the, the the clip that I chose was with the uh, the part about uh, the abyss or whatever that actually gets into some of what her what the the band name Hole came from, um, which is like her mom, I guess, told her like you can't just walk around with a hole inside of you all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, it's something that apparently she's you know come back to a lot. This kind of feeling of like emptiness inside and and. Um, you know, this abyss uh, uh, deep in, inside of her. That's um, very interesting. There's yeah. a lot of different, uh, you know, there's a lot of different stories out there about how the name came to be. Well, I think she's yeah. intentionally sort of told different versions of the story. Oh, okay. I imagine they're yeah, all yeah, yeah. kind of true. They're all kind of true, yeah. Right? Which like, one was yeah. the first? Whatever, was... but they're all relevant yeah. because mm-hmm. it's a fucking fantastic word and name of a band. It's a fucking amazing band name. Yeah. And I it love, is. I love, the, I'm like yeah. beside myself about it. I love, I love it's all the so different good. meetings. Is like <laughs> this, you know, the one that you're this sort of the more like existential sort of personal part yeah, of that. Yeah. And then yes. like on the flip side, she's got, you know, like this is sort of a response to like Trent Reznor, Nine Inch Nails. Her version is whole, which is like so. You said very Trent Reznor's huh. Nine Inch Nails. Courtney loves whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what that's uh-huh. what she that's what she said, and I I love that too. <laughs> and I'm like, they're all it, they're kind well, of yeah. all. Yeah. Speaking of her uh, uh, her enemies, uh, uh, Trent Reznor yeah. among among the top uh, of the list. Yeah, she didn't um, like him. Yeah, uh, she was like, if you're gonna name what was she, she said? She said if you want if you're gonna name your band Nine Inch Nails, uh. uh it's like you better you better not have a three inch three inch nail big, or a three inch one. Yeah, 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 three yeah. inch one. Some, yeah, because she had been with them like that. Yeah. sexually. Um <laughs> yep. Yep. shots yeah. fired. Yeah, yeah. 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 I still That's, love nine inch nails. I was like, I love both of them. I, I love both. Yeah, I was gonna say, like they're nails, both man, those are very important. Yeah, you know? absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But I have a good, you know, very you can't <laughs> it's a good uh you know, you know. I'd, I'd like to point out too, this is the third. This is the third man that's deep into like this movement that she has had relations with being yeah. well yeah uh, we got yeah you know, Billy Court yeah. this is part of why people you know like, and, and everyone's like oh she ain't shit like yeah she ain't shit that's why all these powerful men with their creative like, men like are that super were attracted like, to her like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it wasn't just because if you look at Courtney Love. Well, yeah, and like it's not just like she's 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 that like smart. She's that yeah. Powerful yes, in, she was like the, exactly. Right, she know? was she can, she can play ball with that. Yeah, yeah. She was. Uh, I was saying earlier. It's kind of. It was like maybe as if uh, she was the girl that inspired around. Layla and um, you know George Harrison and um, 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 wait, what's what's the other guy again? From the bank, like Clapton, are you talking Clapton. About? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like it's as if that lady in rock history made an album, like showcasing all of her experience or something. You know, yeah. she's like the yeah. it girl yeah, of I like this brunch. time travel element. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, wish like those women had been able to have the have the like opportunity to make to make a record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, cool. it would have been interesting to, to hear the, the you know, the flip side of uh-huh. those experiences, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, that's one thing like Kurt Cobain was, was saying was like uh, about people thinking that she, you know, he's taking advantage, she's taking advantage of him. Like, he would be, he would say like, are you, do you think I'm stupid? Like, do my yeah. fans just think I'm dumb? Like, and I don't 
have any agency myself in this, you know? Right. <laughs> um, a lot of yeah. assumptions going on there that are. A lot of assumptions happening in this. She's time. also fucking with expectations on purpose, though. Like, she died, yeah. she bleached her hair blonde because, you know, there's like this unconscious thing that I think we still have that blondes yeah. are dumber. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She kind of, um, oh, yeah. Speaking I think we of, all still um, kind of have that and it's kind of messed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still it's still kind of there. Um, but there's um, I was going to say this is uh, that goes into kind of the uh, uh, quote unquote kinder whore aesthetic. Yeah, she, yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> she or uh, Kate uh, Bellant originated, but mm-hmm, that's up mm-hmm. for debate, apparently. That's, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah. speaking of which, this song is about Kate Bellant. Here is She Walks on Me. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about, so I got to admit some ignorance here. Yeah. Tell me about Kate Belland. So Kate Belland is from uh, Babes in Toyland. Oh, um, that. Oh, okay. Yep. I just yeah, don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Name. Yep. 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 Okay. Yep, I know yep. Babes in Toyland, but I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not good at names. Well, yeah, they were kind of cur- concurrent, um, you know, uh, uh, Simultaneous, yeah. Contemporary. Scene. Well, and I think had... Courtney was in Babes in Toyland for a hot second, right? That's what she she says, but Babes in Toyland <laughs> claims that she wasn't ever. But you know, it's again one of those Crazy. one of those it. different stories. Things she was in the vicinity <laughs> of us for a hot yeah. second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was definitely a a time where they didn't want to. They weren't playing well together at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Although yeah, the next track, she has some writing credits, which is interesting. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so they. Tough. Another example of that, like her talking mad shit and then continuing to work just with like them. work with those people. It's a, yeah. it's kind of magic how that how she pulls yeah. that off. Yeah. It, it just makes you wonder, like, what is Courtney Love like when she's not giving an interview? You know, or yeah, before, yeah. Like, what is she like behind the scenes? Mm-hmm. Not to say like, like she must be an angel, but like there's got to be yeah. something else going on in there. Yeah, yeah. She, she just ha- must have this kind of I don't know magnetic uh, personality that like. You can overlook certain things, maybe that you're you're distasteful. I bet on. she's a fun time. I bet she's yeah. a fun time. Probably, yeah, I yeah. Bet a she's fun a time. Good time. And, and what? However, that works. One though. Saturday a I year, she's, she's a, a fun time. time. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. I don't know about every day, but uh, yeah, yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah. she really like supports like uh, Lana Del Rey. She's in a lot of pictures with her. Um, she likes to, you know, uh, reach out to to different, um, you know, up and coming you know, female artists. Yeah, she did that with Gail too, that A, B, C, D, E, F, U, and your mom and your sister and your dog. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like she shows up a lot as like a, a nice, like sort of supporting role, like yeah. you know, moving into the, as like a, a matriarch in some ways role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like supporting people coming Sage up. Sage advice. Threat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you want some advice about like... <laughs> What the, the industry the should have been, and like what to do and what maybe not to do. Mm-hmm. Love yeah, she's been. Yeah, she's been through yes. both sides of that for yeah. sure. Yeah. And just to be clear, I would personally want to hang out with her much more than once a year. I'm just saying, <laughs> personally, Meg is manifesting. Love, are you, yeah, you're listening. 
if yeah. you're reach listening, out. Yep. Megan <laughs> wants to hang out with you. <laughs> wants to hang out. We're looking uh, for a play date. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're, we're looking for a play date uh, right now. Yeah. Oh 1608 hit nerd. Call us. Uh, we'll set it up. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is uh, uh, this thing with with Katie Belland. Like they were going, you know, they have a song um, that is directly talking about Courtney Love, which is you know just I think just calling her a liar a lot, and then. Uh, uh, they're kind of very similar songs, honestly. They, they have very similar, like she's copying me. Uh, no, she's copying me. You know, just um, a beef uh, going back and forth. Yeah, big. Well, yeah, a beef. lot of beef going back and yeah, forth here. Um, so yeah, fun, the, the, I mean, some fun tracks out of the deals. So, yeah, oh, yeah. You know. yeah. Win-win. Why not? Yeah, I mean, they're yeah. I was gonna say like that. Their track was good. This track's good. Yeah, yep. win-win. This is the most <laughs> punk song on the record yeah i would say like definitely definitely the most like straight up punk well yeah i think that's that's part of like what i think that's intentional because of the kate belland and and babes and toyland connection because from what i understand they're a little more punk than oh yeah yeah babes and toyland was definitely like more punk and kind of like proto riot girl in some ways Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like a little gnarlier for sure yeah yeah Um, yeah so yeah it's cool that she's like you know what fuck you punks i'm gonna make my own punk song yeah you know (laughs) And she uh, did. punk those punks yeah because she definitely <laughs> has some disdain for a little bit of the riot girl movement we'll get into that in track 12 uh, mm-hmm. a little bit but um yeah yeah this is uh uh, uh yeah well well documented beef between her and and uh, kate belland um and then uh oh this was also uh recorded this was the one that was recorded during the in utero section uh, sessions Oh, right. um, because there was like some, you know, downtime between what the Nirvana guys were doing. So, you know, like smart studio musicians, they're like, hey, can we just run in and jump do in? A, do a track quick? Lay it down. You know? Yeah. You got, um, some, got some time. Some studio yeah. Spaces. Yeah. It's, right, it's, it's smart. It? It's, a, it's a smart use of the studio time, you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, this uh, next track we got for you guys, though, is the one that was partially written by uh, Kate Belland. Um, so, Obviously, they squashed the beef for this track. So here is I Think That I Would Die. Oh God, that breakdown is so good. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> just all the emotions just flung at the wall, dude. You chose the Huge. best clip possible. Yeah, that's absolutely the part. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I, well, I, that, well, that's well the part created. that really like spoke to me. You know. Yeah, man, you want to talk about like the milk theme running through this too? It's like we go from like the mother's milk, fresh milk, to sour milk, and now there is no milk. Yeah, it's just mm, gone. Mm-hmm. It's a shortage. It's well, a yeah. Fury Road. <laughs> well, yeah, going to the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> good one dave nice. um but uh nice. going into the um metaphor i was using earlier for milk um is like you know being nourishment from your parents this track is like there is no milk because my kid's gone like there is yeah. no nourishment allowed you know right, right. and like um, literally you know if you stop breastfeeding for a period of time like your milk will dry up like it's an mm-hmm, actual mm-hmm. thing that you would go yeah. through that would be yeah. i imagine just a further just like kick to the gut in the whole situation. So yeah, yeah. Adding to the, the trauma. Yeah. Boy, you feel that in 
especially in that moment that we just listened to it's it's yeah. always my it was my favorite part to to play and to hear Meg mm. just like wail that part. Yeah. <laughs> Meg yeah, is like one of the people yeah. I know who can do the full, like uh, very much on a par with Courtney Love, that just absolute scream that's like still melodic and somehow like very yeah. trained at the same uh-huh. time. Like it's so full throated and like, yeah, you, know, yeah. you could do it over and over again without destroying yourself, which is impressive. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that man, is, that, yeah, that's a, that's it's hard to, to do. <laughs> it's a skill. It's a skill. Yeah. It takes some doing, but yeah, you've, you've, you've also just got the something in your spirit that lets you tap into well, that. that. That's what I was just going to talk about. Like when I read what the song was about and all the backstory about that Vanity Fair article, I was just like, Oh my God, I am filled. I know rage. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. rage Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. M- yeah. more than more intimately than I ever have before. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I can't imagine like just, yeah. Having your, literally your baby taken from you. Like, yep. and you're powerless. I yeah. think that's, I think that's part of it too, is like, we can read a lot of these songs as she's, you know, an angry and a bitch and all this. She's in pain mm-hmm. too. Yeah. You know, that's, that's ultimately where the anger comes from. She's, she feels yeah. powerless. Well, yeah, I think that and that's that's why I think like especially during this tour, she clashed with a lot of people uh, throughout the tour. Like, you know, there's the infamous, um, you know, uh, uh, fight between her and uh, Kathleen from Bikini Kill. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which like, yeah, I mean, she's uh, not that it's okay that she punched, you know, Kathleen from Bikini Kill, but like. (laughs) Nah, yeah, it's no, not definitely way. some grief that she's going through in life right. uh, yeah. uh, that you can't imagine you losing both your, you know, your, your uh, lover and husband, and then, you know, losing your bass player like yeah. months into the, the release of this, like, and then yeah, just a lot of, a lot of stuff. Yeah. To, yeah to it's like, you know, I can't, can't condone punching someone, but like it, it was such a fraught time too. And I think, even some of the, you know, like it's Kathleen Hanna, who I, I think is wonderful yeah. and, you know, really pioneered and very feminist and like yeah, all yeah. of them imperfectly trying to figure this out and like make things better. But it's still like you're in the you're stewing in this like media and like cultural soup that's trying to pit everybody against each other, too, especially mm-hmm, women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like. Yeah. As much as you try not to fall into that, it's like, yeah, you're just being fed the narrative about like, well, here's this woman who is just like ridiculous and on drugs and she had her kid taken away and like mm-hmm. she's she's unrepentant about it and she's like making us look bad as feminists like that's the message you were getting right mm-hmm. and you would like mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. take that to heart and i think a lot of those women like have since sort of you know realized like oh yeah this you know that was not the thing we shouldn't have been fighting each yeah. other this was this was yeah. like this was more complicated than all of that and ultimately that was not, we were not each other's enemies and i think mm-hmm. we just we see some of that manifesting here and then yeah. i think a lot of them pitted against each gone. other yeah yeah pretty much um and yeah i, I like to think that we're you know, maybe in a better place with that um you know as far as supporting one another as artists but i think so I'm, generally I'm really... i mean like you still see it pop up like with with some people definitely fall prey to it i think and it's it's still a thing that gets like encouraged but i i, I do think because it's talked about more and understood more a little bit well, yeah re- recently generally. there was the Nicki minaj uh, yeah. uh bashing track for megan the stallion you know say yeah. about that what you want right. they might um, they may also have coordinated that as a brilliant business idea i mean yeah you know it could be it could be could people yeah, talk? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah i think people you know yeah but i i think generally there's 
I've been really heartened, certainly in like local scenes, but I think I see it a little bit more generally. I think of someone like Brandy Carlisle, who does such a wonderful job of like bringing in a lot of artists and having them collaborate and supporting and like raising up people. Yeah. Or even like in the late nineties, you had Sarah McLaughlin with Little Affair. That was the whole thing was just trying oh, to yeah. like give a really positive platform yeah. to people who weren't getting it otherwise. Like, I yeah. think that started to model it more and more. And mm-hmm. certainly there's a lot of other people who've done it, but um, yeah. yeah, so yeah. more of that. But I think this was, you know, we were, we were seeing kind of the, maybe the death throes of a particular part of that culture in these. Yeah, these battles that, it was because I mean. I always think of the the early nineties as a, you know, transitionary period, uh, in general. So like, I think that it was just real tumultuous, whether, you know, it was the scene that you were, uh, uh, squabbling over the sound or the politics or whatever, like, yeah, there's a lot changing, um, at that time. And I'm sure that some of the punks were probably resentful towards some of the grunge because the grunge was getting some of the attention that they never did, you know? Um, you know, not that that's what they were trying to do, but you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Something... It's like you know, the like, oh, don't sell out. It's like, but also, you're secretly mad that you're not making that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like she definitely got a lot oh, of the sellout talk. Uh, there was definitely like some some stories I heard where she just like she got you know booed by people. People would come to her shows just to you know harass. harass her about selling out like it's like you yeah. still paid money to be here so jokes yeah. on you <laughs> mission failed it's like do you, do you want musicians to be able to make a living like right? what 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 do you want <laughs> yeah. you know um, i want the record companies not to exploit the crap out of them for it but i do uh, want yeah yeah that's true that's yes. true yes. and this yes. was definitely like like oh, very yeah. much in the midst of of record companies in one of their worst times yeah oh man i was um, reading like how how many whole, records did they signed when they signed to geffen records signed a seven album contract and i'm just like what, That's what is that even that is <laughs> nuts too way too much yeah there's no way like yeah. especially if you look at a band like whole if i was the record executive i was like there's no way they're gonna fulfill this although i suppose yeah. that was probably the point is like oh well, then we can bilk them for lots of money for breaking their contract but yeah, yeah, yeah signing a seven album contract is like what yeah, yeah, that's you like to, you're committing like 10, 15 of years of your life nowadays. Yeah, if you want to screw with the record company, you just put out like five just really weird things. Like, well, yeah, that's what they used to do. That's what they used to do. They used that to make did. throwaway albums essentially because they had to fulfill their, yeah. their record contract. Yeah, I just so, <laughs> I know, yeah. right? I just make some really weird experimental shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, here, you, here it is. Here it is. That's bullshit. it. I'm not putting that's mm-hmm. done. You mm-hmm. have it. Yep. There you go. Good luck. You wanted seven, yeah. you got seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, uh, um, I don't know. I want to say that part of the industry is mostly a relic, but I'm sure up at the higher end, it still is yeah. uh, go, done that way. But um, now there's just a lot more indie options and, and shit. So a lot more indie options. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've reached the point of the podcast where we just start singing. Uh, oh, words. excellent. Yeah, Excellent. That's, that's that's how I want every podcast to. to end, this is you know? yeah. This is just like kind of what we do <laughs> together. Generally, we just start singing our conversations. I, yeah, yeah. You guys gonna write, write a an album after this record? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on our conversation, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Nice. The conversation tapes. The conversation yeah. tapes. There we go. Um, but yeah, we have a couple more tracks for you guys. This is um, the next track we have is Gutless, followed by. Uh, Rockstar slash Olympia. I guess it was originally called Olympia, and then. It was misprinted as Rockstar, but we're not there yet. Here's Gutless. Gut, 
Yeah. That one yeah, goes hard. That big, one, that grassy one's, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that one. It's got, uh, it's, it's got like, uh, some of the energy I was feeling like right at the beginning, you know, the, in like violet kind of, uh, section a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's nice. It's sort of like, yeah, you go out on this like heavy note again. And this one's like a quick one too. It's just like two, yeah. two minutes, 15 seconds. I think that's yeah, like, a yeah, yeah. It's the shortest one I think, yeah. on the, on the album. And it whips. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it nay nays. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to read uh, verse one quick though, because uh, it really kind of it 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 adds to the kind of mystique of this album and the whole idea that like it was planned or something with all the Kurt stuff. But um, like one thing that I'll say before I read this is like uh, uh, as far as her uh, talking about her lyrics in this album, she says that I'm not psychic, but my lyrics are. Mm. Um, uh, Courtney. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, yeah, this first tra- first line, coke. all my friends are embryonic. And first of all, I just want to say, you know, in utero, the album right. just came out with Nirvana. So that's like on the nose. Um, all my friends are dead and gone. All my friends are microscopic. All my friends wake up alone. Uh, girl gene, girl germs eat your little virus. Revolution, come and die. Elitists who eat the virus sleep with me. Wake up alive. So there's a few things like you know, my friends are dead and gone. Um, yeah. and the embryonic thing, like it is really starting with like some on the nose stuff for what she is, you know at that point experiencing as far as the grief and loss of, of Kurt Cobain, you know? Um, so well, yeah, her lyrics well, are definitely wrote prophetic. She wrote that. that. She wrote yeah, it. She didn't exactly. Know. She, it was written. Psychic. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like oh, it, this is like, it, it, I think it adds to the mystique of like people that yeah. want to turn this into a conspiracy of some right. sort. It, it feels, it feels too on the nose to like have not yeah. known it was coming or something, oh, but you have shit. to see well, I mean, like, even the album title live this, live through live this. Through this. It, right. Like, like I'm sure most people thought like that don't understand how long it takes for a record to be yeah. made. We're like, Oh, oh she's talking about, about Kurt. She's talking yeah. about the situation with Kurt, you know. Which apparently it's actually a right. Gone with the Wind reference. So yeah, 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 yeah. Gone with <laughs> the know. Wind. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you think about like the lyrics for this. I have to assume there's just enough happening in her life generally that fits into that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It like she didn't have to be just about Kurt. Yeah, yeah. There was there was plenty other you know horrible things happening yeah. prior to that. You know, mm, take your um, pick. Yeah. I wonder if there's any yeah. other albums that are like that. What like, that's oh, like sort of seem to, to point to what well, came next. I wonder ooh. if Stevie has any You've got you've got shit. a whole concept album like, podcast. Have you have you hit on that? I was at gonna all? say I like this is like like I feel like there is an album that was like this, but you would know. I cannot yeah. remember. For, we've done a lot of them. Yeah, um, is it such a blur together? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What yeah. do you think of it? Let us know. I'm curious. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel like the concept rings a bell for me, but I can't also pick anything off the top of my head yeah maybe they're like sure you know pink floyd matches up with uh the wizard of oz but that's right (laughs) oh yeah of course of course perfect fluke perfect um and uh yeah i don't know um oh man they got me thinking about it like i feel like i i I know there is one i know there is one if anyone is out there that's listening that under that remembers the episode that that came up (laughs) let me know lyrics (laughs) yeah yeah i love that yeah huh um but yeah, yeah, I love the line. Uh, that line, though, like I'm not a psychic, but my lyrics are. That's uh, that's good stuff. She's a quotable woman, man. Sure, that, yeah. Just the things that come on. 
She really out of her mouth. <laughs> you know, I think the first time I was made aware of Courtney Love was when she was on Letterman and flashed him. That okay. was like my introduction yeah. to Courtney Love. I'm like, who is this? I don't think you're alone <laughs> like, in that. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. a lot of attention. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's like, huh. I didn't think that you could do that on you know, on David Letterman. <laughs> <laughs> but uh he didn't think you could do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, was he, like, he seemed can't. pretty surprised too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um but yeah, yeah, definitely uh uh left uh, left a mark though, you know. Um <laughs> Yep, that'll do it. That'll do it. But uh, uh, yeah, I think that 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 the, what she's saying with gutless though kind of ties a little bit into the next track too. Like I think that she was feeling like um, I don't know the rest of the riot girl movement or whatever wasn't as I don't know uh, um, progressive as she wanted it to be, or just not, not in the same ways that she felt that yeah. she was or something. But uh, uh, I don't know. I get the feeling that this is aimed at at that just because it's right before this rock star uh, uh, Olympia track. It's also um, aimed at Olympia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which Cheers. apparently, well, I mean, right there. yeah. Let's let's get into it. This is uh, this is rock star uh, slash Olympia. It is a bop, as the kids say or did say. Yeah, I love that one. I love that one. It's so funny. So pissed. It's such a call out. (laughs) It's such a specific call out. But you know, to to your point about like critiquing maybe the Riot Girl movement and and parts of any of those movements, it's like this song talking about like we look the same, we talk the same. Yeah, you know, just like kind of any scene where like there's there's good stuff about it, and like obviously I'm a big fan of the Riot Girl movement, and I think it does a lot of good. Definitely, and yeah. also like you know in queer community and feminist community or whatever like we can fall into these sort of like uniforms that like you have to look a certain way you gotta dress a certain mm-hmm. way to be part of that scene you know and you have to assume yeah. someone like courtney love like did not fit in ultimately yeah. she did like she tried i think like when she was younger kind of fell into those tropes and looking back was like you know wanted to do her own thing aesthetically yeah. or whatever else and it's like yeah should be allowed to do that you should be able to, allow to do whatever but there is a lot of sort of like enforcement of of you know well you got to be this this you got to look and sound this particular way in order to be part of our movement and i think mm-hmm. this sounds like a critique of of that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and we get yeah. to hear her scream fuck you so many times uh, yeah 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 she's yeah, like, she ends satisfying. the album with a bunch of fuck yous which is great yeah there's like at least six <laughs> tell me how you really yeah. feel courtney Love. yeah yeah, yeah. in true. case you didn't get before like this is how i'm feeling like yeah. <laughs> that's because she, <laughs> yeah, is, she out. is in summary <laughs> Yeah, she Very is punk. so punk. Well, yeah, she, 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 she her is. attitude is the most punk. Even this, you know? like, like there were punk groups that were like, "You can't get in if you don't look like us." And she was like, "Oh, absolutely! Why the fuck are you punk? Right? Well, like, punk is supposed to be a certain way that you look. Point of you being yeah. punk, then? Yeah. Punk, well, she punk just is wants supposed to be like an attitude, like a an approach. Yeah. Right. It's not a look, not a sound. You know. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And every now and again, someone needs to call it out. Like uh-huh. there's there's definitely punk other punk groups or, or different punk groups that do call out, you know, uh, uh monotony or or not monotony, um um 
what am I, what's the word homogeneity for? yeah yeah homogeneity <laughs> that's a good word but um yeah yeah i mean that's it's it's something that is almost inevitable for any scene at some point you know yeah. if it gets yep. enough attention like you know after grunge you know for a while people were wearing a lot of flannel and the the the, the ripped jeans and stuff and yeah. whatever it's the, uniform. the uniform was at that point it's like as soon as, um, as soon as the store in the mall starts to sell that stuff, mm-hmm, you know, you've... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you've hit it. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's the, that's when I first saw the Misfits was in <laughs> you Hot get Topic, Levine, which I'm also not sad about. I know you love Avril Lavigne. It's fine. We're I, that was an important moment. I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, that was uh, it, it was it was needed at the time. Yeah, but, uh, I, I just a random, always. very quick tangent for you about Avril Lavigne <laughs> that I think is very funny. So she came out when I was I was in college at the time, and a friend of mine was working for some PR company. Like one of my college friends was doing like yeah. PR internship or whatever, and was assigned to like go into chat rooms at the time and like hype up Avril Lavigne as his cool new punk rock. Oh my god! Act. And I remember her telling me about <laughs> doing it a psyop. <laughs> yeah and, it, and, and like, oh, he, he was like people are not having it because they're like this isn't punk she's not punk <laughs> like this is that what are you trying to know <laughs> i would yeah i, I would think that. for people that uh, were currently punks when avril lavigne was coming out were upset yeah, absolutely upset and it's like don't yeah. try to sell her as punk she is like her own thing and people can enjoy that but it's like it's not punk but i <laughs> I thought that was very funny, even at the time. And then, hilarious. Yeah. So that was my little insight into early into yeah. early aughts PR yeah. mechanisms. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that is so funny. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I, I didn't even know about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, I, I was a big Avril Lavigne guy when when you know that came out. I was I was like, who is this girl that doesn't look Even like Meg. other girls? <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's great. Uh, but again, doesn't it shouldn't be a uniform, uh, even yeah. for the people, the person who's been sort of told to be a, be a selling a look to a generation. It's like, yeah, well, I was in a I was in a pop punk band for a while. And I remember during that time period, like I was starting to grow like facial hair or whatever. And like my my bandmate was about the pop punk aesthetic. And he was like, you should really shave your beard. You don't really like, look like pop punk enough or whatever it was like I'm not shaving my beard like <laughs> yeah let me a really dumb reason to shave my beard right like let me <laughs> live know? my life the, yeah, uh, yeah another side note about fashion that i really enjoyed uh when we were watching this documentary about uh the drummer mm-hmm. patty and they were interviewing frank so we talked about her before she's a yeah. long time um a queer artist yeah was making a direct connection from like the lesbian aesthetic of the 70s with grunge and was like this grew out of the flannels and the ripped jeans and all that stuff absolutely came out of like the, the lesbian movement in the seventies. And I was like, Oh man, I'd never put that together. But yeah. Yeah. That was totally, that was yeah. a cool moment where it's like only, I think it's been 10 years since I watched that documentary. Yeah. Like only, only with 10 years of hindsight, am I like, Oh, that's the little tidbit I'm supposed to appreciate about this documentary now. Yeah. Cause I was just so starry eyed before. You're just like Courtney. Yeah, exactly. And now I'm watching it <laughs> and I'm like, Oh man, this stuff is so real. There's so much, there's a lot. There's so there's much. A lot. Yeah. It's a, it's a great documentary. Cause it, it's also fascinating. Cause like Patty filmed like everything. So you get all this great sort of behind the scenes, weird, oh, wow. like even of Kurt, like with, with, with the kid, like with Francis and like, they were really wow. tight she and she and kurt so like all these really intimate behind the scenes videos she filmed like everything which is wild yeah. to me because like 
pre-cell phones, pre-even really reality TV being such yeah. a brand new thing, like was just yeah. like the camcorder filmed like everything. So it's yeah. a really, it's a very interesting. And then they interview a lot of great people to to get more perspective too. But um, Wait, it's what's, what's the name of that, that documentary again? Hit hit so hard. Hit so oh right, that's yeah. the one you've been mentioning throughout uh, throughout. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. It's a yeah. it's a really good. It's sort of like doubles as a documentary about Hole, but it's focused primarily on Patty the drummer, which actually really like and courtney is an interview yeah. throughout it and she's fucking hilarious messy <laughs> very like you know raw about it all but like it's it's great um it's a, just an interesting insight into the band and like that era yeah. especially around this album so and yeah, if anyone just, wants to watch it we couldn't yeah. find it streaming we wanted it's to pay like nowhere, for it yeah nowhere has it right now. Uh, none like, of the rights exist in the u.s or something so you can find like a free guess I'll have to find a torrent on daily motion someone uploaded yeah. uploaded it to daily motion so you can find it there tight Tight. All right. All right. Well, was it ever uh, really released on VHS or? I'm sure that there's got to be a yeah. there's got to be a physical copy of. Yeah, I think it came out somewhere. like 2012. So yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, around. I think that yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. That sounds. Yeah, there should be something out there. Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check that out. That's like way it's, up my alley. It's but worth yeah, it. It's very worth it. Yeah. 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 It's cool. Hell yeah. Well, uh, uh, any other uh, thoughts about the album before we get into our, our outro bit? Uh, I know you guys have a lot of, of, of thoughts on this album. Uh, uh, anything that, that's left on the table still for you guys? I think I got most of all our thoughts it. and tangents out okay. on that. Okay, so good. Good, good. I just want to <laughs> say, if Courtney's listening, thank you. Such an inspiration yeah. to you, not Courtney. only me, but so many people. So many. You're just yeah. a goddess and a witch. One last thought on the table, especially because like you were talking about like the, the drummer. You said like and you keep talking I about like how Kurt was like tight with her too. Yeah, yeah. And you said like he even kind of wanted her for like Nirvana. I mm-hmm. wonder if she could pick if she could go back and pick which band she wanted to join. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh my right, god, right. that reality is really Dave weird. Dave became the drummer and look what happened to Dave. Yeah, so, I know, right? Oh and my who god. Know, but also that that would have taken Crazy. it down a completely different path. She could have yeah. she could have created Foo Fighters. Yeah. You know, like she would have been a lead singer of Foo Fighters well, it as well. Have been like Foo Fighters, but, you know, it would have been like, <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious. Who knows? The knows, exact man, same man, thing happens. She just becomes know? Dave Grohl, but her. Yeah, I think like, Dave Grohl would have done. Thought, you know? Absolutely. No, I love that. That's a fun, that's going to be a fun one to ponder the alternate yeah. universe that would have existed. Yeah, yeah. The, the multiverse oh of, yeah. of whole yeah. and uh, surrounding members. That's wild. <laughs> love it. That's a good note to go out on. Let's. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we do one more thing where we uh, go around and find out what everyone has been uh, listening to lately and what they have to plug. I'll start. We'll go to John, then Dave, and then we'll end with you guys. Um, I have been, well, I've been listening to a lot of damsel trash the last couple of days. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, what else? Um, honestly, this week I haven't been listening to a whole lot of music, if I'm being being honest here. But uh, I'm really enjoying this uh, kind of uh, a grunge uh, uh, thing that I'm I'm getting into. I'll probably keep on listening to some more uh, surrounding grunge uh, groups. Um, but uh, as far as uh, what to plug, I have the uh, youtube.com slash Flyover State Park. Uh, we are halfway through short month and uh, that's going to be it because my wrists are shot from all the editing. Um, so <laughs> go check out those shorts and uh, we'll have a new video coming out soon. What about you, John? What have you been listening to lately? Oh, just listen to some Jerry Jeff Walker and some 
Mm-hmm. Hank Williams Jr., you know, that's that's what, ah, yes. that's what I'm listening to in the van on the we Still got to do our Hank Ooh, our Hank good uh, van music. You know, <laughs> yeah. So we got to do our Hank trifecta uh, episode at some point. You, I I I would I would support a Hank trifecta. Episode. We got we got to do it at some point. <laughs> I do I do love Hank Sr. and Hank Jr. Yep. I like <laughs> I like Hank 3. I'm a big Hank 3 guy myself, but otherwise I'm excited for Deadpool 3, you know. Oh yeah! Speaking that's, of threes, going out, yeah. Oh trail, wow! Right? I don't no think idea. I realized that, that was there was going to be another one. That's right. He's going to save the MCU, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah. Big big task! Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the only film. It's the only MCU movie that year. So apparently, you know, they're really they got a lot riding on it. Yeah. Carrying um, on. What about you, uh, uh, Dave? What you been? What you been jamming on? Uh, hung up some friends this last weekend. A friend turned me on to a jazz. Oscar Peterson really liked him. Then also oh, threw in yeah. some Mingus yeah. just to kind of round that out. Dude, this nice. week was a lot of Joy Division and New Order. Okay. And then finished off with some White Lies. So nice. that's been this week. Nice. Nice. That's a, that's a nice week. Uh, then uh, what about, uh, we'll, we'll start with you, Megan, and end with Emily. What have you been listening to, Megan? So first, I <laughs> Dave, I have to compliment you. I loved how you described your recent music listening like it's a three course meal. It is. <laughs> oh, for Dave, it is. For yeah. Dave, it's always it's like a, yeah. yeah. It's so great. You got to round it out. You got to have a little little bits from here and there. You got to have yeah. something sweet, a little savory. Oh yeah, got to balance out your music. He's really exactly. good at that. He's really yeah. he's really good at that. <laughs> um, okay, so. First, starting with the Grammys, I had to listen to some Celine Dion. <laughs> and then I had to listen to Usher because yeah. of the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. And I'm always putting King Gizzard on when I walk in New York. Mm-hmm. I especially love um gosh, what is it? The um Omnium Gatherum album. Oh yeah. That's that's a real like like so many different styles uh yeah. to, to work with with that one. Yeah. That's the one that I encourage people to start with. If they don't yeah, that's right. yeah, that or like gumboot soup is usually what I say because it's when they Ooh, okay. just kind of do a variety of of genres, so it it sounds like yeah. a conventional rock album kind of. <laughs> <laughs> right, totally, but it's yeah, really yeah. really good. Yeah. It's good, yeah, it's good though, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can get into we love. the weirder stuff, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looking forward to my mixtape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're gonna get it. Hell yeah. Great to hear. Well, what about you, uh, uh, Emily? What have you been uh, listening to lately? And uh, oh, yeah, plugs, uh, plugs too. You know, yeah, plug yeah, for sure. Uh, well, music. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of all over the place too. So uh, Meg caught me listening. I have I have a playlist I've been curating for a while called Goth Bops that I'm very oh, fond God. of, and it's sort of um, you know, like Sisters of Mercy, The Cure, The Church, Echo and the Bunny Men, like just uh, Susie and the Banshees. Yeah. Uh, skeletal families like just yeah. sometimes I just need some good kind of dark wavy you know whatever and uh, that's that's yeah. been the, kind of a vibe so it's like it's like the dancier stuff so like it still feels like kind of up tempo but it's a little dark I like that mix um, yeah. so that's my throwback stuff that I've been enjoying a lot nice. recently and then uh, very much enjoying uh, Sleater Kinney's new album their longtime favorite speaking of Riot Girl, which they've definitely evolved beyond even that genre um, they've got a new record out that's great and I really yeah. like Green Day's uh, the Bobby Sack song that came out. That's like an ode. It's like a the, especially the music video. It's all like very queer and and very fun. Um, and I love that Green oh, Day yeah. is still just like great and having a good time and feels relevant. Like you know, I grew up with Green Day like in middle yeah. school when Dookie came out, and I'd been listening to their 
their earlier albums even before that, you know, I have my cassette yeah. tapes on my Walkman. So I'm just glad they're still, they're still doing their thing. It's, it's yeah. inspiring. It's inspirational. Someone who's a, you know, an aging punk. So, yeah. um, and then the other one I'll shout out is I really like, there's a really great British rapper named little Sims, uh, who has a new, oh, um, book. No yeah, little Sims. Yeah, great. yeah. I she's love little Sims. So good. So there's a new, new, uh, EP slash album out from from her. That's great. Oh Can't yeah, that's, I, I I've been I've been putting it off, but I wanna. I've, I'm like I'm like saving a day to like listen to the to all yeah. of it because like I really loved her last album. Like oh yeah, that, the last that was so yeah good. that one is man oh man it's killer it's killer. Yeah. So. We ate uh, increasingly hot wings while listening to that album. <laughs> um, we, we did the hot ones thing with cool. Little Sims. So uh, yeah, <laughs> love me some Little there's Sims. There's multiple of those if you want. To <laughs> there's there's a lot of footage of us dying from hot wings. Uh, uh, <laughs> whether or not you want to see that. it, it's there. <laughs> some people are some people are that. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I guess I'll I'll plug. Um, so. You can't, we can't do anything with this, but I'm excited that tomorrow we're actually going to go record. Um, we get invited. There's a little company here in New York that has an old 1950s vinyl cutter. So we're actually going to go and oh, do shit. like live in the room recordings, like one off. It goes from the microphone directly onto the vinyl record. Holy shit. Um, and we have to like, we did pre-orders. Like people could pick a specific damsel trash song. They want us to record for them. They get like one a unique copy of it. Yeah. Um, and it's a fundraiser for a couple of organizations near dear, near and dear to our hearts. So I'll shout them out, even though you can't, you might be able to, if you catch us at a show, we're going to have a few of these like spare, yeah. we'll, we'll record some extra ones that we can sell at shows, but um, mm -hmm. they're going to benefit the Alley 40 center here in New York and then G safe back in Wisconsin. Uh, okay. So excited yeah. about that. And then, you know, we've got, we're going to be trying to write some new music. And so at some point in the next year, we'll probably play a show in, in Madison, maybe toward the end of the summer or fall. And All right might have some some new material to re release around that time Excellent. as well and then the other thing i gotta plug real quick yeah the other band that i play drums in on a more regular basis in madison is line l-i-n-e and we are okay. dropping okay. a music video uh that will be out i think by the time this this podcast um comes out Ooh, um, cool and line cool. is awesome so go check line out at a show as well yeah come see yeah. us play uh yeah. or i think line sounds like on most social media and um yeah it's, real good. it's good stuff Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, we'll have links in the description um, for uh, that stuff. Um, definitely check these out. If you are a local Madison listener, fucking what are you doing? You got to check this stuff out. Um, get on uh, it. Get on it. Come on. We have a scene, guys. We do. We have such a good scene. We have a great scene. Um, but uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, uh, for the podcast. I really, really appreciate you guys uh, zooming in from the big city. Well, yeah. at least one of Thanks the parts of the big us. city. Um, yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah uh, uh, we'll uh, be back next time with um, the uh, um, the the Stinkies. I don't know if you've played with them yet, but they're another Madison no. or regional group. Are oh, the cool. Stink Eyes? The Stink Eyes, maybe. I I I I've only seen them once. I've only seen them once so far. Uh, uh, we'll but we'll we are them having them on the show, so I should Great. really figure that out. I trust you um, to, yeah, to know it by the time you have them on at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, they're really fun. They 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 started their show with the the Buffy theme. I love them. Excellent. Um, so they yeah, they're going to be on uh, next week, and uh, yeah, let us know if you want uh, other you know uh, Madison or regional groups on the podcast. Just you know, send them our way. All right. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, again, thank you so much for being on. Thank uh, you for we'll see you guys us. next time on the album concept. Album. All right, awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah.
The Album Concept Hour is Brad LeBaris, Dave Gallagher, and John Aker. Special thanks to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard for the theme music. Join the discussion on our Discord, tweet to us at Album Concept Pod, or for everything else, go to Linktree slash Flyover State Park. See you on Side B. This is Flyover State Park. You are clear to land.